a Shishkin Productions podcast. He was wearing like a Doc Holiday uh, shirt, and someone on Twitter was like, "Oh, so ironic that he's wearing a Doc Holiday shirt." And Doc Holiday actually died at 36 of like an airborne respiratory disease. Um, <laughs> so it was just like. It's a group text podcast. This is Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Chris. Oh, look at that. Very, very minimal uh, delay there. None at all. <laughs> we tried. We tried. You know, Lauren with us in spirit as always. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she says she's probably not going to do it anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. She's just busy, but she's busy. You know, we won't kick her out of the group text podcast group chat. Yeah, we won't. We'll keep. <laughs> she has to stay in the group chat. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll keep her in the group chat. <laughs> she she gives good ideas too. She's like our. She's um, like the ghost producer. Yeah, she is. She gives good. Um, I feel like we should have like uh, you know. I feel like once once a month, she'll just be the special guest. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, we took a little break last week because we were all just like super busy. Everyone has a bunch of stuff going on, school, moving, jobs, life, you know, it happens. Um, I actually went to the fair, though. Well, you know, I said life. That's life. (laughs) (laughs) It's only here once a year. And me and my best friend from here, we go every year. It's our tradition because we got to get them deep fried Oreos, baby. The deep fried Oreos. So that means it was it. Isn't that usually homecoming weekend too at South Carolina? Was it? Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah I guess it was they, in October. Oh, okay. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, we missed. I guess a Halloween weekend recap. Um. I think Oof. did we? I don't think we recorded after Halloween. No, we we we. we I think uh, we that would have been last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did y'all have fun without me? It was a pretty fun weekend. Um, I'm so mad. I wish y'all would have came. I know, cause it was like pretty low key. Like the like we like I DJ like one night, and then we just like walked through Prospect Park on a photo walk thing the next day. Is that where we went? What part did we go to? Mm. For the birthday party. Oh, no. That was like McCarran. Oh, okay. Yeah, Prospect oh, yeah, Park yeah. is huge. It's like, it's really yeah. big. Uh, it's a walk. Yeah. It's like the second biggest park, like in the city. Second to Central Park. <sighs> they were getting it out there. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Biking. I almost got hit by like three niggas on bikes. <laughs> it, Running. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it was a good day. Like, it was like. It had to be like high 60s it was ridiculous yeah it was like the perfect day to walk around in the park shout out to photo dom the that's the place where i drop off all my film stuff now but they organized it but uh but yeah halloween was like it was fun uh the thing i dj that saturday night had like a pretty good turnout um yeah that was good uh the dj set was good yeah, um, yeah. Of course, I forgot to record it, so I can't even put it up anywhere. But uh, I'm an damn. Idiot. I know. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Not too many Next. wild costumes, but I didn't really expect it. I feel like 
New Yorkers get their costumes off on every day except for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like when I'm there, I can wear anything, even though I don't. Like, I just dress like how I normally dress, but I feel like there I could wear anything. Yeah, there's like very... That's why I'm going to wear my my Biggie Smalls Nike jacket. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know. I got to come there in the winter because I spent a mint on that. Okay. Damn, I forgot about that jacket. Yeah. If you could wear it, we could share it. Damn. It's kind of big. Is it? We'll have to see. Yeah. I had to reclaim my uh my thriller shirt that I bought you. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to bring that back though. <laughs> yeah, that got <laughs> that, that, that shirt got so much love. I was like, damn, why did I give this shirt away? Mm-hmm. Uh shout out to my friend Kay uh who she's like she uh she she sells a lot of vintage stuff um but you know if anyone listening to this check out her instagram okay vintage like the letters okay and vintage i think i should probably Mm -hmm. look that up before i send you to the wrong place but she sources a lot of good stuff for guys and for girls so you know shout out to Kay. highly recommend uh, oh yeah, okay, vintage NY, boom. Um, but yeah, Halloween was dope. It was low key. It was like low key, but it was still like a lot of fun. Like that's probably the latest I've stayed out, and God knows how long. Riding the subway at three a.m. in New York on Halloween is probably like the funnest night of the year to be on the subway because like you just oh, don't know fun. what the hell you're gonna see. Um. It's like that and New Year's are like kind of fun because everyone is sloppy and it just kind of like doesn't matter. But yeah, you know. um, shit. Should we just hop in the shit right now on this rundown? Jump right in. We'll jump all right in because I feel like everything popped off last week. Like right when, like because we were we almost recorded on Thursday and then we were like, nah, let's just. We, it was just late, so we didn't do it. And then, like, as soon as we decided not to do it, I feel like the headlines, like, really started rolling in. Because um, I think this Henry Ruggs accident happened. It was either, I don't remember last if it was Thursday or Friday, I guess. Yeah, I think or it one was. One of those mornings, one of those mornings, yeah. Thursday morning to Friday morning. Yeah. yeah. So that was, like, the first thing that popped off, which is, man, I've seen um, so many things around this you know like people saying like i like oh how many white celebrities have have killed people and gotten off easy for it who cares i right i'm like i've seen so many of those it's like this man deserves to like he definitely did like 154 yeah miles per hour my dude like what were you thinking i don't care if you black white mexican asian i don't give a damn what you are that shit right there that's irresponsible as fuck like what do you think i was about to say for those who don't know henry rocks is a was a receiver for the las vegas raiders nfl team who drove like Teal was saying drove 150 miles per hour I think it was like 3 a.m in the morning and hit someone in the back uh and this person who he hit I think it was her and her dog mm-hmm. she had I think she was like 24 years old or yeah, something I think she was like 23 lines. or 24 or something like that yeah he hit her 
uh, car caught on fire and she was trapped inside that car and eventually died. So RIP to her. And I would imagine her dog died also. Yeah. To her dog. But yeah, like that shit is like people who do that. What Braxton was saying, that's just tiring. Like I'm you're exhausting. Uh, like stop it. <laughs> like every other tweet, you know, like I feel like that's definitely the like hotep Twitter and I like, just you should have just responded like, yeah, how many since you're asking the question? Obviously you're asking the question because you're gonna present an answer, right? Right. Because I don't fucking remember I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of these stories, but I don't remember too many no, of them. I mean, they pulled out like who was it? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, but see, like those acts, which I don't know. I saw them talking about Brandy too, but like Brandy got hit and she, then she hit someone and they died, and she wasn't drunk. Yeah. Even she though Ka- I don't think Caitlyn was drunk either, but like accidents do happen but yeah when you're going 156 miles per hour you're damn right somebody's gonna get hit and die yeah. at 3 a.m or you're man, gonna die yeah at 3 a.m and your bac is uh twice the legal limit like stop it like, right you right. gotta cut it out with that bullshit uh because that ain't it <laughs> because and that's why people get tired of that's why which I don't give a fuck about the right, but that's why it's so easy for them to fucking take shit and twist it and say y'all are always complaining about shit (laughs) because there's plenty of instances where you can actually bring up racism in our justice system and have um, a viable argument this ain't it. Bringing it up to try to defend Henry Ruggs. <laughs> right. He was going 156 and killed a 24-year-old just sitting in her car. Uh, BAC is twice the legal limit. Like, fam, I don't care who he is. Go to jail. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, everybody, for the most, I not everybody, but some people are entitled to second chances and i'm sure he will get his second chance i mean as long as he runs a four two he's good in america um i think he's going to jail i mean he's definitely I mean, he, gonna he, go he to jail definitely going to jail but that's still if he come out of jail running the four two he's still gonna be straight <laughs> somebody gonna sign him. <laughs> yeah i mean if we know anything about american nfl right as long as you don't kneel you're good yeah Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. If, if they let Mike Vick back in, yeah, he, he killed dogs. He, he killed dog. multiple he, dogs. Yeah. You know they don't play about them dogs. That's why when they say he killed the girl dog, I said, "Oh, he getting a max." Yeah, like I don't, like I don't expect them to give. Like I saw the minimum or something along those lines was like from two minimum two max twenty years. Yeah. It Wait. really will depend on the prosecutor, which it always does in America's justice system. Uh, I mean, it's just what it boils down to. It really always depends on the prosecutor. So I don't I don't know about this one. I, I just can't uh, imagine I, driving I mean, that fast. Yeah, I've been in a car I mean, where somebody was driving 100 and I was about to throw up. So 156 and you drunk. 
Yeah. Bruh, yeah. That's what I was wondering. Was like, why was he like, I don't know. Who like who know if you're twice the legal limit, obviously you're doing whatever. Cause I think it looked like he was driving like a Corvette. Um but yeah, I just can't imagine going that fast. I don't even know what like what role was he on in Las Vegas where he can <laughs> where you could drive that fast. Yeah, that's a, yeah, like how it yeah. makes no sense to me. I don't know Las Vegas like that because I've only really been once. So I've never driven it, but you yeah, can't. Like, Especially yeah. if you're like downtown. Yeah. I don't know yeah. where he was. I don't know either. To be able to I don't know, yeah, to be able to hit somebody in the back. And I think they said the car was parked. The car that he hit was parked? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I read that somewhere, but I don't know if that's actually true. Now that I'm remembering it, too, I remember I think it was actually like a Tuesday. So, like, this was like late night on a Tuesday. Yeah. Which, I, I, I mean, know who knows? You're in park, but I don't understand, like, I have no idea unless he was on like the highway or something, which he, I guess he would have to be, but I don't see how on any way in Las Vegas, you can drive 156 miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> and like, um, he's, he's what? 22, 23, you know, I'm, because to me, the difference between going 100 miles an hour and 150 miles an hour, like whatever, that's kind of, I, I don't think it really matters that much. Um, being young and doing dumb shit, you know, it's going to happen. Uh, Physics will say otherwise. I mean, sure, but if he would have hit her doing a, if he would have hit her doing a hundred, it would have been the same thing would have happened. happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think it mattered. Um, I'm just saying that being young and doing dumb shit, I mean, most of the time it doesn't result in loss of life like this. Um, but I guess it's just kind of, it's like somewhat not surprising. I, I don't know. Wrong place, wrong time. But see, this isn't, doesn't really strike me as a wrong place, wrong time thing. Cause like she wasn't in the wrong place. She was just minding her business. You know what I'm saying? That's when people say like wrong place, wrong time. I'm like, well, if someone's not doing anything wrong and they're d doing whatever, they're not in the wrong place. Um, yeah, I think they really. Mean, I think they mean the person who did that, the bad thing or whatever. No, nah, I think like, they mean the person, the victim, etc. Like if you get hit by like a straight bullet or something. I guess. I, I, see, I see what you're saying. I guess. Yeah, I guess they just mean like unfortunate situation yeah. type thing instead of like you were you knew the specific place had some kind of history of like gun violence etc five people got shot here last week yeah. and then you were you still decided to go to that club i don't think they mean it like that yeah uh i mean we have a bunch of dumb sayings in america yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I feel bad because i did see that uh like i think she worked at target and like target was providing support and counseling for all the people who work there because it was you know very traumatic for them uh and especially when stuff like this happens with like celebrities i feel like the people who actually like lose their lives and stuff totally get lost in all the headlines and yeah. I, you know i guess so. i feel like it usually happens where the like 
the fact that he was going 156 miles per hour and didn't even have a scratch on him. Yeah. Here, I feel like somehow that that and this is just in my mind that it usually happens that way. Mm-hmm. And you got to pay the piper. Like I have no sympathy for or empathy for Henry Ruggs. Um, I guess I mean empathy. I guess I do. I don't know. Um, I can I guess I can understand how he how he could possibly feel like shit. Uh, I mean, but on the other hand, God ain't through me yet, so I hope he feels like shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, I feel saying it's like empathy, maybe a little sympathy. It's like I don't know. That was his decision that he decided yeah. to make. I mean, I yeah, mean, like he a grown man. He got like. I was telling somebody, I was like, when I get rich, I ain't never driving again. I don't even care if I can afford a Corvette. I'm having a driver. I will live in an apartment if I don't, if I'm not super yeah. duper rich, if I can I, have a damn driver. I hate driving. I also like whenever they say twice the legal limit, because I think the legal and mm, I don't want to come off. I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just trying to think like, is twice the legal limit. Like if I had four beers, like, is that twice the legal limit? Nah, that's not necessarily how it works. It depends on. It depends on like your your. It depends. It depends on like, how how much you've drank in such a period of time. Mm, so, gotcha. your I think your liver or something filters out the alcohol. Like, say you had one beer every two or three ish hours, then you yeah. probably wouldn't. You wouldn't necessarily yeah. get above like the so it depends on how much you're drinking like at that time like the reason why people tend to get drunk is because like binge drinking your liver doesn't have enough time to filter out the alcohol like the toxins right so it like overloads the system for the most part Mm, yeah okay word yeah because i um damn i lost my train of thought what was i gonna say legal limit drinking i don't know i can't remember but i was wondering i was like oh oh i think what i saw was like he basically had like refused to take a breathalyzer at the scene Mm. and didn't take it you know obviously until he got to book like basically until he got booked and all that stuff so that means so that means right so that means they didn't do it from what i gathered he didn't take one at the scene they took him to the hospital first then i'm assuming they probably give you a breathalyzer at the police station not at the hospital so he blew that however many like how however long that was after yeah, the fact. that's so, a few hours. At no least a few what, hours, a few right? Hours. So yeah. I'm sure if he would have blown there, it probably would have been a little more. And they also say too that like if you're I think you can survive like high impact like that if like your body is like limp. And that's why they say that sometimes like a lot of like drunk drivers end up not dying because like they won't like they're, just... they're not gonna tense up and stuff. They're just like half yeah. the time they might be passed out or something, you know. Yeah. But I don't know, man. R.I.P. to her. I feel bad Bring for her, to her family. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's tough. That's avoidable. Yeah, one hundred percent avoidable. I guess we'll see um, how that pans out for him legally. Yeah, um, I mean, if I mean, if it's one thing about American justice system, he has. <laughs> One thing that works in his favor is that he has money. 
And one thing that doesn't work in his favor is that he's black. Yeah. So good luck duking that out. <laughs> I know. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury in the American justice system. <laughs> yeah. We'll watch out for that one. Um, keeping it related to sports. Oh boy. Uh Aaron Rodgers. This is another thing that dropped. Oh, I think this was this was definitely Thursday or this Friday. Yeah. Yeah, this is like Thursday or Friday, yeah. Right before the no, this is it couldn't have been Thursday. Yeah, it had to be Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it was definitely Thursday or Friday. Um, but basically, it came out that he wasn't vaccinated, and I don't. What was that back in August? I think they had asked him, and he said, "I'm he said immuni- he was immunized." First of all, <laughs> nobody says I'm immune. Like nobody, literally, <laughs> no one says that. No one's ever said that. So they should have known then right that his then. ass is lying. Yeah, I'm immunized. Well, no, you're thing, not. Well, the thing is, he continued though. It wasn't just that. He said, I'm immunized. He said, yeah, he was like, I've been immunized, but it's just, it's everyone's choice. Yeah, He said, I'm immunized, <laughs> but it's uh, everyone's personal choice. I'm not going to judge the guys who don't get it. Uh, this and that. Like he said, <laughs> way more than I'm immunized. Yeah. But just that alone, I was like, bruh, nobody says that. <laughs> But that's just I'm a straight immunized. up lie. Like he is, yeah. immu- I guess, I don't know. Maybe he is immunized against other stuff, but he was not against COVID, obviously. Uh, this is yeah. a strange. And the NFL put him in, un- like, the NFL obviously labeled him as unvaccinated before the season started. Um, because they did, he he petitioned to the NFL with his whatever home remedies or whatever he did, and they said, "Nah, that don't count." <laughs> uh, so they put him down as unvaccinated. But obviously, until it comes to light, it doesn't come to light. So yeah, when the story broke, I mean, the reason why everybody was surprised because Aaron Rodgers was pretty much being self-righteous and walking around like he was vaccinated vaccinated yeah see what i don't understand. yeah because they said he wasn't wearing a mask and all that kind of stuff and well that's my thing like i don't under like if they knew he was unvaccinated it seemed like he was doing a lot of stuff that he shouldn't have been able to have been doing and it's, it's- called white privilege i, I mean yeah, yeah but like <laughs> NFL quarterback privilege yeah I mean, that too i mean there's layers to it it just, well, uh, i think they like were investigating or i don't know investigating they were investigating green bay for uh covid protocols regarding aaron Rodgers after everything broke i guess or they're starting to Hmm. But they ain't gonna do shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like they knew he was unvaccinated. Like why? Like why wouldn't you be tracking the stuff of unvaccinated players if you like if you know they're unvaccinated? Like wouldn't you be tracking them like pretty intently to make sure that they're staying sure within they the protocol? Leave, well, I'm, I'm they sure probably they tried him as much as they yeah, I'm sure they tried him as much as he could, and he was getting tested. That's how they found out he got it. I mean, he could have gotten it vaccinated or not, but, like, 
He's yeah. not. So. Yeah, I think they probably leave it up to the teams to uh, make sure the players are following the NFL protocols. I don't believe the league office has like some plant in each city each team <laughs> yeah. following uh, a protocol, like making sure teams are following a protocol. I think they probably just outsource it out to the teams and be like, yo, this is on y'all because I'm pretty sure they yeah. already said like, if y'all can't play, then that's an L. Yeah. Like, so that's up to y'all. So if there's an outbreak, then y'all just going to have to take the L from that week if you can't make it up. And that's how the league regulates the teams, or that's probably how they try to make the teams regulate their players. Right. right. There were so, so many. Um, into not doing there were so many tweets and memes, but there were a few to me that were just like, just so like poignant and f- like, funny but the one that made me cackle i would say the most because i think aaron Rodgers' quote was i found a way to protect myself from covid without taking the vaccine and the tweet was basically that quote saying i found a way to protect myself from covid without taking the vaccine and then like i was like okay well the person who's saying this is actually infected with covid so how can you say yeah. that <laughs> like, yeah. it's like no you actually didn't you dumbass you did yeah. you did not you actually did the complete opposite how does and then the other one that i that was making me laugh was joe rogan advice is hitting middle-aged white men like crack in the 80s and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like y'all are why y'all listening to this guy like is is so he, they said he called him for advice. Oh, nigga, you could call Dr. Fauci, right? Uh, you know, you I can't just call Dr. Fauci though, because then you'll be a leftist hack. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. If you if you reach out to your doctors for advice, then god forbid you're you're dead, you're owned by the dead. That's what's just so weird to me. Yeah. All these athletes will do. You know, they will take anything to be able to get on the field, like anything, maybe except for like, what's it like? I know Tom Brady has like a very weird, like health guru person that he has his own sort of whatever health regiment that he does. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's not vaccinated either, but like most of Tom Brady is based off of diet. It's all diet. Yeah, <laughs> like he does have like his health guru, et cetera, who keeps him like stretched and everything. But the bigger point that he's been making for how he's been able to sustain has mostly been revolved around uh, just diet. Yeah, uh, whether he's vaccinated or not, I I'm not going out on the limb for any of these people. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just going to assume that he isn't. Like, I'm just assuming that, he, but maybe he said publicly that he is, but he doesn't strike me as someone who would do that, even if he was. Um, I don't know. I do also think it's funny that Aaron, like, people were... Do we have the photo? I mean, the See, okay. gauntlet? Like the photo of the uh, anti-vax gauntlet that all white men go down? No, what is it? (laughs) What is it? Uh, I thought I said that. Let me. It was like woke mob. Yeah, let me find it. Oh man, Uh, no, I'll find it. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to if you if you texted it. I don't remember. I do oh, remember. I found it. It's doing my research. Woke mob. Joe Rogan. MLK paraphrase. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I almost. <laughs> okay, I almost forgot about. Okay, two things. One, <laughs> I tried to find the audio earlier, and maybe by some way I'll be able to remember exactly where I said it a few weeks ago. I was like, I don't trust Aaron Rodgers. One. <laughs> Uh, and then we were talking about, you know, people were, I won't say there were like clamoring for him to be a host for Jeopardy, but like, you know, they were, but they were. And I was like, man, Jeopardy really, (laughs) uh, go ahead. I was going to say Jeopardy really went over or whatever with all these people. They tried to get to be the host. They tried to get someone who was saying a bunch of wild shit. They tried to get an anti-vaxxer. I don't know about Blossom. Maybe she hasn't done anything crazy, but I want to say out of all the guest hosts, though, he was the best one by far. I mean, he Uh, was Mar Burton was good, but he was he was probably my favorite guest host out of all of them. Um, I I thought he fucking killed those. That's why people were saying that because he actually did a really good job being the guest host. But yeah, I mean, somebody said he became a host without becoming the host. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't have been able to work there though. They ain't playing on them TV sets, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, but but that means, but but he must have been on set obviously without getting vaccinated, so he was in there. Yeah, but like back then, it might have been like. It, it couldn't have been that long ago. Actually, you know what? Today is, I think, Tre- Trebek died a year ago today, I believe. It's, yeah, which is, I'm saying they, they did those earlier this year. Those, yeah, they played them earlier this yeah. year. But they recorded those things probably way before. Like, not way before, obviously, Trebek. Like, before they act. Those shows aren't live. So, yeah. no telling when they actually recorded that. And I'm sure they had him take covid tests etc before multiple covid tests before he can become the host on that yeah um so i'm sure they had their ducks in a row regarding um that aspect of it but yeah it's not a good look for roger i I just think the guy is like i'll tell i told some of my friends we were talking about it i just think the guy's a sociopath um, I think he, if he wasn't an NFL quarterback, he would be probably Ted Bundy or uh, <laughs> one of those guys. Like, I just think, like, I, yeah, I feel like a lot who, of athletes would be, honestly, like, anybody who deliberately lies and is deceitful and did like it with that, a straight face, and then and did it with a straight face, uh, just, just wants all the benefits, et cetera, of one thing without doing the thing that's necessary to get those benefits. And then he goes on to a show with, I guess, one of his best friends and doubles down and says like, uh, then brings up the woke mob and shit like that. Then brings it like, then pretends like he's the victim in the situation. The guys, he's a sociopath. Like, there's no if and the buts about it. Like, he is a pure sociopath. <laughs> like, I, I legit think if he wasn't NFL quarterback, he'd probably, he'd probably either go to jail for, like, some 
white collar crime or fraud or something, or he'd be Ted Bundy. The other thing, the internet is so uh, funny because in the, uh, the video, I don't even know who he was giving the interview to. Maybe, like, I know on SNL, it was Pete Davidson playing That's him. Like, it. he was talking to Fox. Yeah. So, I don't know if this interview, he was actually talking to someone on Fox. But he was wearing, like, a Doc Holiday yeah. shirt. And someone on Twitter was like, oh, so ironic that he's wearing a Doc Holiday shirt. And Doc Holiday actually died at 36 of, like, an airborne respiratory disease. Um, <laughs> so, it was just like... <laughs> and the other thing that was so, like, kind of funny Woo! and poetic, too, was, like, there was... Because uh, um, I think the Packers, they either played on Monday last week or Sunday night. I think they had a primetime game, though. And there was this one picture of him on the ground with his helmet kind of, like... You know, his helmet almost, like, taking off. And he just had the craziest look on his face. And it was almost like the universe is like, okay... Let's capture this moment and then three days later, like, expose him. And yeah. it was just kind of, it was yeah. just like very poetic. Um, but I, I just enjoy when stuff like that kind of, you know, has good timing in that way. But uh, the other thing that I forgot to mention that we were just talking about w- was, again, white people bringing up MLK in the most... <laughs> I, I don't understand. I just don't I, like. I don't understand. There must be like a book of you know, like in the Bible. If you like are going through something, and you can like go to the Bible app and like tell them what you're going through, and they give you a scripture. Is there an MLK app like that? I yeah. mean, it, it just feels. <laughs> it just feels like they have a card in their wallet. It's like one of those. Uh, what do you call those? Um, like a graph with like lines that's pointing like if this is happening yes or no like a diagram and it's like whatever it is that white people have in their wallet or something it's like uh whatever there's like an arrow pointing mlk quote when all else else fails bring up mlk yeah (laughs) like and the funny thing is i swear like i think it was two episodes ago i think the cold open that we had was literally saying like white people please just don't say mlk's name anymore for any reason at all please stop it (laughs) oh it's exhausting i think it was like I feel like it was like Marjorie Taylor Greene or somebody who brought up MLK the last time we said this. And mm-hmm. we're just like, like, y'all have to stop. Yeah. Like you, you like it's just like you have to stop. Yeah. MLK possibly would still be here if he wasn't killed by your grandparents, great grandparents, uh <laughs> whoever uncles aunts whoever in your family didn't like black people mlk would probably still be here possibly um but he was taken from us at a young age don't use him as your trump card pun intended or no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) to try to get heat on like you don't air rogers there is nothing about you that is mlk like there MLK is rolling over in his fucking grave every time y'all use his name because he's probably like these crackers like stop <laughs> <laughs> like stop Brax you got the drop wait which one oh which one you know this one stop it no. Oh. Oh, oh, oh 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 okay yes um 
Gosh, wait. Is it this one? That is it. It's just, I know he's rolling over in his grave right now. Uh, I mean, it must be every day. Like, damn. Why? Like, why can't y'all say rest in peace and y'all don't mean it? They don't mean it at all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They might as well be like, rest in hell. Yeah, like, that man don't want to hear his name every time y'all get in some trouble. Like, every time, (laughs) like, and that's why I like January MLK weekend. I love it, but it's also the most exhausting time on mm. Twitter. It's one of the most exhausting times on Twitter, like MLK holiday. Yeah. Just, you see all the bullshit people putting up quotes. Yeah, they love to throw one out there. <laughs> Injustice to all. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh. like I can't like I just know you're gonna get one from Ted Cruz, you're gonna get one from Mitch McConnell, you're gonna get one from Candace Owens. It's just like I, I probably just get off Twitter that day. I probably delete my app for that whole weekend. I like I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. It like <laughs> that part of this whole thing was the one it was kind of just like for me, like, all right, this is just getting out of hand. This is this is absurd. Oh, I feel like and I feel like he didn't even get dragged like he didn't get dragged properly online. He didn't get dragged enough for me online for for a break. Like no one like really I mean people did mention the MLK stuff that he said, but I feel like he really didn't get dragged good enough. It's cause it's so damn tired. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like we expect like that's the final level of. Yeah, and he's like he's bullshit. like the Rachel Dolezal of vaccine vaccination. I'm in you. I'm immunized. I'm immunized. That's what I'm gonna start saying. I'm immunized. <laughs> I'm triple immunized. Yeah, like how are you the Rachel Dozal of COVID vaccinations? Like, stop it. Like, <laughs> yeah. that that's not a good look. There's several NFL players like Cole Beasley, Lamar Jackson, who's had it twice or three times, and others who would be like, yo, we're not getting vaccinated. And people just go on and be like, whatever. Okay. Like, we'll yeah. talk shit about you for that week or two. Or if you keep tweeting, we'll talk shit about you every week like Cole Beasley and bully you off of the Twitter platform uh, <laughs> because you won't shut up and you keep tweeting about it. Nobody's doing this to Lamar Jackson. Why? Because Lamar Jackson isn't continuing to talk about it. He's just going out and dropping 80 points a week in fantasy football. Um, See, I didn't even realize he was someone who wouldn't get vaccinated. But I mean, I guess nah, not that he said he won't. Yeah, he said he won't. But um, yeah. But you can be like, you, you could like he he could have easily just said, "Fam, I'm not vaccinated." Like I'll go through NFL unvaccinated protocols. But no, he chose to. This is why I say sociopath. <laughs> because yeah. you chose to lie yeah. like deliberately 
Yeah. See, that's what we that, like. That's what I was saying. Like when his family, like when he cut his family off like that, I was like, I don't know, man. It's so like there, there must be. Like I said, it's not that <clears throat> people's family can be fucked up, you know. But I don't know. It's just something about. It. I was like, I don't know. I don't trust them. Can't trust them. I wish I could have found the set, found the soundbite of exactly what I said. I don't remember, but you know. Like you said, that is straight up sociopath behavior. Like, there's no reason to lie about that, other than like you un, other than you know, like being embarrassed. Like, that's yeah. the only reason that he lied because he was embarrassed to say, which leads me to believe that you know you're wrong. Yeah, you're knowingly being deceitful, or at least for him, maybe he was, and maybe he was more worried about losing endorsements or whatever. But I haven't seen what anyone. You did. But like, he lost one, but State Farm said they weren't dropping. That's him. what I'm saying. Like I haven't he even really the, seen that many people lose endorsements because they're he not. He lost like the health advantage one, which, which makes sense, right? Like I <laughs> haven't dropped his ass like a bad habit. <laughs> I haven't seen people really lose that much money over their non, over them being anti-vaxxers. If anything, they probably picked up some conservative ones, you know. So well, and because most of these fucking. CEOs are Trump supporters anyway. Right. So they don't give a fuck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all this is all this is performative anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. you know, we talk about this shit every year. And we're gonna talk about it again when it comes down to this when we get to Mod Aubrey and all that shit. Yeah. You the know what? American like a living in America segment is it's not far away, but it's there's all the other stuff on the rundown. But it was ironic the first three things. The first two things that are on it and then the third thing and i was like wow that's it's just like it'll make more sense when we get to that but it didn't really dawn on me until after i was looking at the rundown but anyway aaron Rodgers is a fucking idiot um whatever like i i don't know um why people think joe rogan is is a doctor or whatever i don't fucking know um but he is a plague that continues to decimate middle-aged white men in America. Um, and I guess young white men too, probably. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll keep it in the sports arena here. And unless y'all have any other words for Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, but may you white men, please continue listening to Joe Rogan. We can do it less of y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, last week as well, the son's owner, I think his last name is Sarver. What's his first name? I can't remember. Robert Sarver. So, yeah. So ba- actually, like Robert a month Sarver. ago, a month ago, he had already put out a statement and it was like, this article is going to drop. It's untrue. Whatever. I think it was like, I, I think ESPN was probably telling the Phoenix Suns, hey, this article is about to drop like any day now. So he tried to get ahead of it. And he was saying all the stuff is unba- like like unbased claims or aren't any sources. But then whenever the article came out, it was over like 70 sources. Uh, and I think that's probably Damn. why they pushed the article back a little bit to get even more sources. And I think the article was at least 70 sources. But I mean, he was just... He, he was, was he saying... Sad? That's the only thing I didn't really read up on. The funniest quote that... Uh, <laughs> All right, so I mean, it was misogyny, racism. I oh, mean, he hit, he hit them all. He hit all the isms. He hit them yeah. all. Oh, he he pulled the um. What was the other guy that did it the other week? Dan. Chucky. Who? 
Oh yeah, Jack yeah. Gruden. Oh, uh, John the Gruden. Gruden. Yeah, John basically. The John Gruden. Yeah, basically. Okay. I read one. I read the funniest. Uh, <laughs> the funniest quote I heard that it was a tweet that followed that made it even better. But it says, uh, "Sovereign once used the N word when trying to explain to a staffer why he preferred hiring Lizzie Hunter over Dan Marley as head coach in 2013, according to a high level executive who heard the remark. Hunter was a first year Suns player development correlator." coordinator while Marley was in his fifth year as a son's associate head coach. And I quote, these niggas need a nigga. It's <laughs> 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 largely black team, according to executive. <laughs> and somebody followed that with, Man, I'm so mad this came from a white person because this is a great quote. <laughs> I know. It's like, he wasn't lying. There was no lie told. <laughs> okay, see, Tia, because I, I, I remember sending another tweet uh, last week, and I think like uh, Twitter had an issue or something last week. Oh, yeah, I couldn't open it. Where, where, um, yeah, like where you couldn't like hear videos because the same thing, uh, the same thing was happening to me. But I gotta find it because it is from um, <laughs> what's the movie? Okay, here it is. It's from Forty Year Old Version. Let me see if I can play this so people can hear it. But it's uh, it's what's his name? Don't be my nigga. Oh, wait. Uh, don't be a nigga. Kevin Hart. Nigga. Oh, yeah. Wait. Don't be a nigga. Don't be my nigga. <laughs> he says, I don't need you to be my nigga. I need you to be my nigga. <laughs> 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 uh, someone said that's what Sarva was walking around the Suns practice <laughs> facility saying. And if people don't know who this guy is, he own, he's the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Um, and the Phoenix Mercury. And the Mercury. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh man these niggas need a nigga these niggas need yeah. a nigga because i was thinking too i was like damn <laughs> it's like oh man that i can is... just think of so many situations where we have like probably been in and if someone black said that we'd be like yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, like someone no, probably doesn't said that to us before, you know. Uh, mm. Sarver, Sarver, we are going to appropriate. That, um, <laughs> yeah, but he was he was saying <laughs> take that under our wing. What's the other thing? Oh, he said this was another one. After a loss, Suns majority owner Robert Sarver entered the coach's locker room. You know, why does Draymond Green get to run up the court and say the N-word? Sarver, who was white, allegedly said, repeating the N-word several times in a row. You can't say that, Watson, who was a black and Hispanic, told Sarver. Why, Sarver replied, Draymond Green says the N-word. And then the guy, Watson, said, you can't fucking say that. So it's like, he also, what was some of the other stuff that he did? He was like bragging about like, using magnum condoms like just all kinds of crazy Ew. shit like just crazy shit you and know he probably lying <laughs> uh, that always just reminds me of um <laughs> what's her name um the lady who hates uh Nicki minaj the rapper remy ma 
But she's like, one thing I can't stand is a saggy Maggie. <laughs> saggy Maggie. Not a saggy Maggie. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. One of the greatest. But I will also say. In history. <laughs> Um, I mean, he said some, I can't remember all the other shit, but like, like we said, like he hit on every ism that you could possibly hit on basically. And then I saw that the Blazers owner GM2 is also in some hot water right now, but I haven't really heard much about the Sarver case. Like after he wasn't on tape saying this stuff, I think it was different with Donald Sterling because he was just straight up on camera and like he couldn't. He couldn't refute it, right? Because they were like, no, here's you actually saying it. Because basically four days after that, Adam Silver was like, you are banned for life. Sarver, to my knowledge, is still an owner, and I don't see him facing any sort of repercussions. I think they are still... Are they still investigating? Investigating this Mm. because, I mean, there's no clear-cut proof. I mean, you got a bunch of people now coming out saying... Uh, stuff, yeah, uh, and I guess they're just. I'm sure. I mean, if he was wilding like this, Lord only knows what he put in emails, right? Uh, <laughs> like if he was wilding like this in front of like the head coach, um, in front of like some high level executives, like he, you know, he was wilding in emails. So I'm sure they will come <laughs> to a conclusion at some point. Um. I'm surprised. And this is what you know. <laughs> the players on the Suns haven't done anything, which is kind of interesting. To right. Me. That's what I'm saying. Um, like, what are they? Like, they haven't boycotted any games. They haven't. You haven't heard a word from Chris Paul. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is this a Chris Paul thing? <laughs> like, yo. Like, I haven't heard a word from Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Not not nothing. Because remember whenever the shit came out about, what was the guy's name? Um, The Clippers owner? Donald Sterling. Like the next day, the players, they threw all their like warm ups in the middle of the court before the game. They like said stuff. Nothing. And it's been real quiet in Phoenix, uh, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Especially that Chris Paul has Especially been when he, he's been through this said- once. And he fucking he was the one who led everything right against Donald a, Sterling. As I say, isn't he the is he still the president of the players association too? I don't think Oh, they just did they just vote for a new one, I think. I think they got a new one recently. Yeah, I don't know. Adam Silver needs to light up that Sarver pack. That's all I know. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> and this is like I'm I'm mad confused. Do they need more information? Are they doing their own research? Let me know. Cause is this a no video versus video thing? Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is my beef and my beef only because I like the Lakers and I'm a huge Westbrook fan. But all I've heard on NBA media blitz all week uh, <laughs> is how Westbrook is just this awful player. That's all you go on sideline sources and like now they got Westbrook stats all throughout the yin yang. They right. talk about this Robert Sarver shit for like three days, NBA, ESPN, right. et cetera. And I haven't heard like all of a sudden now the Sarver shit just didn't happen. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen or heard not a single tweet from ESPN, nothing on their Instagram, not nothing. 
I don't even know how I saw this Blazers owner stuff. Maybe you sent it. I don't know, but I haven't really seen anything about that other than they're just yeah, investigating. Yeah, brought that up maybe. It was like a couple uh, days ago, a few days ago. Like a day or two, or yeah, a couple of days ago. And his, this, this wasn't even a Blazers owner. The Blazers owner opened up an investigation into the GM uh, where employees are alleging a toxic, hostile work environment where staff members have been subjected to intimidation and profanity-laced tirades, among other bullying tactics. Mm. That's uh, like the basics of it. Word. Um, they said the report is expected to be finished shortly, and the Allen, and then Allen will decide on the path forward. Word. Yeah. You know, I'm all for this stuff. If it's getting all these people out of here or whatever, cool. You know, do if it's like really fucked up shit. I mean, I don't, I don't know where to draw the line. I mean, I think racism. And misogyny and homophobia is definitely uh, yeah. Like know, what other lines are? Yeah, there? I don't know what other Those lines are. All are the lines. But you know, he crossed again, every single line. Light up the Sarver pack, get him out of there. And at this Blazers GM, now this Blazers, that's the saying. This Blazers own or the GM, if he's just yelling at people. And he's not. If he's just yelling at people and not doing those things, like okay, whatever. Give him some anger management if he's just yelling at people. You know, I, I don't know. But um Sarver, I mean, he's a NBA only oh, he's a billionaire. So like I'm not fucking surprised. You know it's funny because in the NFL, like the um it's clear that Roger Goodell just is a puppet for the NFL owners. Like he works for the NFL owners, but for some reason in the NBA, Adam Silver just doesn't appear to be that way, and he still works for the owners. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Literally, it was four days after the first article came out about Donald's. Four days that man got banned in four days. <laughs> like, I think it's a, I think it's a, a sad list, a microcosm of. I'm assuming in as a as oh, a whole, yeah, because yeah, we're getting decent pliable, out. pliable deniability, plausible, sorry, plausible, plausible deniability yeah. when there's no video, right. i.e., Mike Brown, uh, R.I.P. But when there's a video, you may get some justice, i.e., Walter Scott, right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Shit, and then well, yeah, and I guess uh, George Floyd. We got we got third ju- or nine minutes of video, justice. nine minutes yeah. video, and even that we were holding our breaths for however long that trial took. You know, yeah. so but it's just how it goes. not to say yeah. that these. I hate to like comp- like I'm not comparing those A to B because like someone lost their life and someone didn't. You know what I'm saying? But like. Still, I think that's probably why Adam Silver did probably act so quickly. He's like, well, what what's he going to do? Like, say this isn't me in court. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Sarver <clears throat> probably will not go down as easily. But, I mean, I don't... I mean, all it takes is the other owners to... To vote him out or whatever. To come together and get, get him out the league, but... Yeah, but how many of those other owners? Yeah, because how many of them have probably done similar stuff? 
I would love Michael Jordan to say these niggas need a nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, right. if that now if that quote came from him, it would be so much funnier. <laughs> now that shit would be funny. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know, man. Light up the Sarver pack. It's going down, hopefully. Yeah. Um, they don't try to bury this shit so deep under the um yeah if westbrook keeps throwing up the bricks <laughs> they probably telling him like that's yo that's the only thing they're saving that's the only thing saving sarver is right westbrook, westbrook. Well. you know they love to hate that nigga yeah, yeah. that man went <laughs> one for eight the other night or some shit yeah. they probably Which just telling him well but when he played like westbrook's the king of um they wish for my accomplishments and What's the quote? Oh, the Drake line. Uh, shit. Whisper my uh, what in the whisper my accomplishments. Yell out my. I forgot what it is. I don't yeah. know. It's a quote. Go. It's under someone's Instagram <laughs> picture right now. Um, yeah, it's somebody's quote in there. Definitely yeah. someone's bio on Twitter or Instagram right now. Um. Uh, they scream out my failures and whisper my accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's like Westbrook in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> they love to put a blitz on him. Yeah, I mean, easy target, you know. Um, speaking of Drake, uh, Astro World, that was another thing where I woke up. Okay, when I woke up and saw these headlines, I was so confused because it was like. Nine people died at Astro World or eight. Yeah, I, I think it was eight. <clears throat> Same, but yeah, I thought it was like a mass shooting. So many headlines that I saw just said people died. And I was like, well, how did they die? Like, what happened? Yeah. And I had to keep digging and digging. And finally, it was like, you know, basically crowd control. Everyone was rushing. Well, mm-hmm. what I first saw initially was just, it was just like, you know, the crowd was just going Pushing. like, pushing and shoving and then i saw the thing where they're saying well what made them do that was someone was like randomly injecting people with stuff um and the only person that i could find from any tweet or tmz who said they were injected with something was a cop which i found very suspicious yeah i saw that too and they said they had to give him narcan yeah that was i mean maybe there's other people and i can't find i don't know but that's what they said started it all was that like someone was injecting people with something and they were able to give this cop narcan which i'm assuming is probably actually i don't know what narcan is i've never taken a narcan training so i don't know what it is but i thought it would be something like it's for when you do hair i mean i know what it is but is it just Um, like an adrenaline shot to get your heart back going kind of like you ever seen pulp fiction where they like where Uma Thurman's character's basically having an OD and they like give her like an adrenaline shot. Is that what Narcan is? I don't know because it's kind of like. I guess I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. They do Narcan trainings a lot in Brooklyn because people do a lot of drugs here and fentanyl is bad. Um, But I've never actually, I don't know how to administer it or anything. But anyway, Travis Scott, Astro Roll, I think this is the third one that he's had but you know uh, his whole thing is rage and go crazy at my shows um and so people were like dragging him rightfully so because i think he's encouraged this type of behavior and they were saying even in promo videos for astroworld 
he was encouraging this kind of behavior. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's sad. I that's how his shows go. I, yeah, I, mean, I think like his shows are okay. known to be. Yeah, his shows yeah, are like also, known to be ragers, okay. and he has and people that's also proud how All fucking rock and roll shows. Okay, go but so it's a little different. But I mean, what I will say uh, is, I think for like true sort of like mot or sorry, uh, I was gonna say mot pish. But I know that's Ma- not. Right. I know mosh, mosh pit. Mosh pit. Culture is to like to if someone gets knocked down, there is someone. It's it's they like doing that, but in a in the it's it, like organized. It's organized, <laughs> and it's kind of like even though it looks kind of like chaos, but actually, if someone gets knocked down, then like if you're like a small person, basically, someone big knows to step in to make sure that like you don't get trampled, that you don't get hurt yourself any further and i can't tell you how many videos i've seen this week on twitter of like all <clears throat> all types of musicians and bands whether that be coldplay uh foo fighters lincoln park billy eilish all these different types of people all the way into like way more like hardcore groups you know seeing stuff and stopping stuff right as soon as they see it so yeah, I, I don't think it's an excuse for him to say that he like obviously he can't see everything, but at least like the the Coldplay video that I saw, I mean he was playing to like a hundred thousand people and saw something and stopped it, and pretty much and the Foo Fighter like all of them were playing like huge crowds. I think they can probably see a lot more than you think. I'm guessing, and yeah, and he, he did stop though. He did he stopped multiple times. He ended up carrying on with the show, but he did stop uh, throughout the show uh, based on some of those videos that I I don't know, like as far as like, I guess, Lincoln Park and um, I mean, what was the guy's name? We just watched her. No, no, no. I mean, we just watched a documentary where at uh, Woodstock, they just oh, yeah. same shit just happened. Now I don't know how many people died, but similar shit. I think two people overdosed. <clears throat> the ninety nine yeah. Woodstock. Yeah. No, I mean, like I don't know if it was that one, but I mean that was the only was, other. I one read that one, one of the Woodstocks too. Well, people. the thing that I was what saying was about with, I put it on for the Nookie who sings that. Lip Biscuit. Oh, Lip Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, Fred Durst. Fred Durst. They were talking about Lip Biscuit performing at. Uh, that specific Woodstock on the documentary on HBO and how he was pumping up the crowd, this and that, um, forcing them to get a little bit more raunchy or rowdy than uh, they needed to be. And how, I mean, I get it. I'm not trying to make any excuses to Travis Scott. I just don't think that um, that's it. One, he did stop performing several times throughout uh, his slotted performance time. But two, I also don't think that he's responsible for. I just don't put that much responsibility on him. See, yeah. I differ. I feel like it's his festival. One, he organized it. He hires the people to run it. I saw that they had two water stations for 100,000 people. Know? Well, like it okay, it's like it, it's okay, perfect example here is like what's the what's the uh 
the the movie that Alec Baldwin just shot someone on, if you're the executive producer or producer or whatever who's supposed to be running that set, like it's your responsibility to make sure everyone is safe there, right? You're hiring the people, yeah. you're putting the people in place to make sure shit is going bad. Obviously, you can't be everywhere all the time, but it's your responsibility to hire the people to make sure that bad shit doesn't happen to to, to the extent that but eight, they said to the they extent that to, eight people die. Like Yeah, but it, they said they kept going to like the cameraman and like all the people that whoever like you can't get to like whoever's really producing this shit. Like they're not in the crowd. Like it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, but they went to several. Yeah, they went to several, even if it wasn't on him, a can't somebody like there were people all over that place that could have like figured out how to stop it. Well, CNN said, and this is the lady reporting on it, said at um nine, so at nine thirty-eight. The police officers went to or whoever went to the promoter. All right. So first off, back up, back up, back up. In the agreement based off of the. Um, uh, based off of the agreement, whoever Astro World, Travis Scott, whoever had with the local police, whoever, mm -hmm. the only people who could stop the show was the executive producer or the promoter of the show. Uh, I don't know who the executive producer or the executive producer or the director of the festival. I don't know who those two people are in the sense they didn't say whether it was Travis Scott or who. I would assume it wasn't Travis Scott because if he was the. See, I was going to say, uh, how could it not be him? It's his festival. Because I there's mean, a lot of moving parts there. I mean, I, I mean, I get that. I'm just saying, yeah, like, I, I yeah. mean, it's his name. He's the face of the festival. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's. It doesn't necessarily mean that he is necessarily the director or the executive They're talking about producer. it. They're yeah, talking so about they're, it on CNN now, and they're like, Houston Fire Chief says Travis Scott is responsible for safety. I mean, I get but, that, but the Houston <laughs> Fire Chief is also responsible for safety. If you see that, yeah. if the reports are true that the venue or whoever so double the amount of tickets that were supposed to be sold. How is that on anybody else? How is that going directly to Travis Scott and not to the venue, not to the promoter, not to the live nation? Like these are the people, like this is who you need to speak to for that. If that is true, but also yeah. I don't know who's the, it does say that whoever or, this producer was has faced lawsuits and fines before because of unsafe, concert <laughs> stuff so obviously it wasn't travis scott yeah but... if it was travis scott you would know because they would say yeah. his fucking name yeah so yeah so, so it's some other person i can't so they were the only two people who could stop the show the executive producer or the director of the festival and they said at 9 38 they went to the promoter i don't know who that is they for some reason all these people names just get lost in the fucking shuffle all we know is Travis Scott, Travis Scott, Astro World, Astro World. And uh, they went to the promoter at 938 and the show was stopped at 10. So you don't know what happened in those 22 minutes. Right. Between 938 and 10 o'clock. But that's when they promote, that's when they presented them with that there's been mass casualties right. within the festival at 938. And then the show was completely stopped at 10. So Yes, there's a lot of, I mean, everybody's getting sued 
So we go ahead and throw that out there now. This is America. Anybody whose name is affiliated, Drake probably getting sued because that nigga. Put- he oh, is. Yeah, they already they said, already he said, said getting he's getting sued, sued, which I thought was kind of wild. But Chris like- mentioned that last week. That's like when this kind of stuff happens, like they everyone will get sued, and then yeah, yeah everyone- they throw everybody's name on it, and then let the judge or whoever decide who to yeah. drop off. I d- I um, thought it was interesting that uh, that Drake. I think he just like. He like posted a picture from it and just oh wait okay he did finally take it down I think yeah he had like yeah, posted a picture really. and like left it up for like over a day and I was like this seems kind of weird yeah he did I saw that but that was before I knew that there was mass casualties yeah uh, when I saw that because I saw that when I like first woke up same and I was like damn Drake was at fucking Astro World that's kind of wild same uh, yeah they, that's I, what I saw before I saw the accident and all that yeah, stuff I mean that I just or figured, whatever happened yeah that picture was still up today and we're recording on a Monday was it day November 8th so like that picture was still up this morning I'm pretty sure but I just look and it's finally not there and I'm like yeah like why are you leaving this? <laughs> yeah he it was just probably se- getting dragged yeah, and it just seemed for, very for distasteful sure. um Look, that's a, that's another thing we have to realize that what I mean, obviously that's very insensitive or whatever, but Drake lives in a different world than we live in. <laughs> like, yeah. he doesn't live in the world that I live in. I don't. If I woke up and didn't know that there was mass casualties, even though he performed at the show, this motherfucker probably got off that flight. I mean, got off from performing, hopped on a plane, and probably went wherever. Like yeah. no excuses or whatever. But I don't expect. But by now, yeah, you know, still up today. Like, yeah, on, that what shit was doing? up for like. I'm telling yeah, you, where have you been? Because I kept looking at me and like, damn, he's really not taking this. They thing were saying down. yesterday that he was getting sued. Yeah, that's because that, that's. <laughs> when I went and looked that's when I went and looked and I was like alright well surely he probably took that and it wasn't and the picture was still up and it was like multiple pictures but yeah back uh, to like Travis Scott thing like I, I think I'm just, we will get a shit ton I, I get what you're saying like it is his responsibility which obviously and to my point of him stopping the show and looking out to see what's going on it's clear in the videos that he sees something happening which is why he cuts the music and see i never saw any of those i never saw where he was cutting the music i saw asap rocky doing it i never saw him doing it but like i don't know i can't i can't see every video on twitter so i don't know yeah cnn showed it today when they were talking about it he did cut the music a few times or whatever it was like looking out you can see he's looking out like kind of like what the fuck is going on yeah this and that but he eventually ended up um playing it or going back and starting performing again yeah which lets me know that nobody got word to him yeah (laughs) like he's seen what's going on but he doesn't necessarily know that people are dying out in the crowd he just sees like people rushing or whatever and they also show the video of two people yelling at um the cameraman the cameraman trying to get him to cut the show like you can hear them yelling like cut the yeah. show like this and that. i think pretty sure one of them says people are like dying out there yeah or something. uh but the cameraman's just like waving them off the stage mm. um i mean this guy's like nigga. yeah 
<laughs> He's probably I'm like, whatever. I'm working. Yeah. yeah, like I'm trying to get this ass video. Get the fuck up out of here. Like, That's yeah. crazy though, because like I know that feeling of like me and Braxton went to the Kanye concert at Madison Square Garden, and we basically got crushed when we were trying to buy merch. And I can't imagine, like it probably it wasn't that many people as at this festival. But I couldn't breathe. So I already and it was hot and like literally. And wasn't we that getting, before the show? That was that was before yeah, that the show. Yeah, this was like this. Was, yeah, it was. What? Yeah, it was before the show. Like and we got crushed trying to get a damn St. Pablo T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is lame. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I, I don't care about nothing that much. Yeah, like, not like me either. We were just we were just there, and then like we were just in line, and then it line. just started yeah. getting crazy. It just yeah. out of nowhere, people just started pushing. I was like, I would have thrown so many elbows, man. You get the fuck up oh on me. It was man, pretty. It would have been ca- it would have been chaos. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it already like, was. Yeah, I get I get pandemonium, all that. Right in. I mean, R. I just, to the eight people who uh, pass. Um, I think everything would be different about the situation if he wasn't always promoting like being really insane at shows. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be yeah. different. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if this would have happened at like a uh, fuck, I don't know. Name any other artist. I don't know. Drake. But Drake. Like Anybody. if this would have happened at OVO Fest, like yeah. would this be ha- like? I'm not saying would this be happening, but like, I I think the perception of it all would have been different. It's kind of like whenever uh, like a dirty player in any sport, like when someone gets hurt on a play that they made and people are like, well, did they do it on purpose or do they not? They have a history of this. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. So it's kind of hard to say. But he also has done probably hundreds to thousands of shows before and this has never happened so yeah why yeah exactly why would it happen at this one now like i said the video the other videos that i saw like literally i think in promotion for this actual event was encouraging people to like be rowdy too yeah that's that's what i'm saying like and that was part of what the uh chief of police said he said we met with travis scott before Astro World uh, before the festival kicked off and said, uh, we want everybody to be safe, this and that. Uh, and he pretty much alluded to the advertisements that you're running for this need to be dialed down Yeah, a little bit. Like, we don't want these advertisements to, like, some shit, like, they knew yeah. what they were getting into and who, what the festival is going to be <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so they put in all these like provisions beforehand. Um, but again, like my thing is there's plenty of people, obviously he's the face of it. It's Travis Scott, yeah. Astro world, his face is everywhere there. I feel like they're mo- like, again, <laughs> what I always say, there are billionaires that are pulling the, that are pulling the puppet strings mm-hmm. who never get mentioned, et cetera, who just can just stay in the background while the minor players like Travis minor players like Travis Scott are just going to have to take like the brunt of it. Like all the bad PR goes to him. Right. 
thousands of people, hundreds of people who are probably way live nation, uh, whoever else was promoting it, like yeah. Houston police <laughs> department, like, yeah. like the venue, the people who run the venue, the people who, um, who are promoting it. Like there's yeah. a lot of people who, who failed. Like it yeah. takes more than one person to fail and, and put yeah. like this that. together. I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah, for sure. It would. Yeah. But like I said, if this, if this was OVO fest, like I'm sure, I don't think Drake would be catching this much flight. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because I'm just making up a scenario, but I'm just yeah. saying that like, because there's not necessarily like a history of him promoting that kind of stuff or whatever. Like that's why I, that's why I think it's just so much more. And intense. they said he's already on probation from inciting a something. Oh, at, at Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That, yeah, exactly. I don't know. That was your warning, yeah. bro. Yeah. That was your warning. Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah, see that's just how I think. I mean, I guess that's just how. Yeah. I mean, I think it came out today that he's gonna pay for all the funerals and provide. And he's gonna give all the people their money back. Their money. He's, he's 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 paying for all the funerals. He's refunding everyone for the festival and also providing. He's partnering with mental some like health mental health care company to provide people for support. Uh, what they say out of his own pocket. So I, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it all unfolds. But I'm sure, I'm like, I'm not saying <laughs> just that's kidding. Toilet, that's toilet tissue paper to him. Yeah, but like, yeah. I'm sure whenever they have some sort of settlement, that like, oh yeah, they'll get definitely gone. Uh, definitely gonna get some some money and you know which mostly like he so. probably has like a shell company anyway that they would have to sue the shell company they're not gonna like right, that's gonna usually make- how most celebrities set it up to where there's like a limited liability company right that so you can't get their personal these shows assets. host these uh merchandise listen that that they put everything under to where you can't sue the actual individual right right hmm. um well, we did. Well, I think I did mention Kanye West, but like he had an interview with Drink Champs, which is like, who is Noriega and who's the other guy on there? EF something. DJ something. Was it? Was DJ it? EF. He's EF a DJ. DJ uh, I like, I can recognize yeah. his name. I don't know, but Kanye went on there and was just really wow. going wild. It was, it was like, <clears throat> it was kind of, it was like pretty hard to watch, I guess, because. There was like five percent of it where Kanye was actually like pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I thought it was. I tried to look at it like that, like as it was funny. But then he would like start saying some crazy. He would shit just say like, some crazy God. shit. But then, like every thirty minute or every twenty minutes or so, he would say something that was like really funny. Like I understand. Yeah, going. it's like I understand sometimes what he is trying to do, but he just like. He just he lives in a world own. that's so disconnected. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you want people to be free thinkers and all this stuff. But guess what? We ain't got no free bills. Ninety nine percent of the people out here in this world have to work. We can't live out of our backpack and say that when our baby daughter calls, that's home. No, we actually have to go to work and live in a house and pay bills. Yeah. yeah. He's wanna, like, uh, yeah, I'm with y'all when I was doing that. Like, I guess I understand what he's saying. And I don't even think he's crazy. I honestly just think Kanye is a fucking narcissist who, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think he's crazy either. I just don't think insecure. he just can't he's a, like insecure narcissist who hates when he's not in control. Um, right. 
and that's what I got from that interview. Yeah. Um, if he's not in control, if he can't control you, um, then he doesn't like you or he has a problem with you. That's what I got. Or he'll that say interview. that you're being controlled because that's yeah. what he's trying to say about Big Sean and um, John Legend, that they were controlled by the Democrats and they had to come out and say, no, they're saying that you're crazy because you are. Yeah, and Talib and... He said it, the same thing kind of about common, but in a more respectful way. Um, I was surprised he went so hard at all those people because I was like, damn. Because and like, he can't control them. Right. They, he can't control them. They don't need him for anything. Right. Um, so when that, when he's, when they're, when there's not the people on there trying to defend him like some of these other idiots do on the internet. Uh, then now he has a problem with him. That's simply what I got from that interview. Like, yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because John Legend comes out and says, my brother's lost or whatever he said. Uh, now John Legend is a Democratic hack who just run, who the Dems run out to the media every time they need a celebrity yeah. to do something or whatever he said. Um, see this is that's why i think that um i think i think maybe chris has talked about this before and talking about how like you know uh at at what point does the two-party system whatever like because we're voting and nothing's happening which kind of is kind of saying the same thing that's why i think like he doesn't Like, I don't think he actually likes Trump or even really cares about him. I just think that he is saying, like, this person is saying a little bit of what I believe. And so I'm just going to give that attention where he's like, they're just presenting some other alternative, right? Like, it could be Trump. It could be anyone. It it wouldn't matter that it was Trump necessarily. It just happened to be him. I think it could have been literally any other thing. I I don't think it really has anything to really do with like like i don't truly believe that Kanye west is like maga is good or whatever in his mind it's just different it's not good it's yeah. just it's just different it's just another alternative that's all it is and it just happens to be that. it just happens to be trump who's a fucking insane person and and like whatever so i mean that's not an excuse obviously yeah and in his mind, no, he can't I mean, see how detrimental that it actually is. I don't think he understands how detrimental it is. And we and we will also get to that in the Living in America segment, because I think it's a direct correlation, actually. Yeah. But he also doubles down. He's like, yeah, I still got my red hat. I'm just not wearing it. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Right. So then, then he says, and this these are like going back. He makes points. I mean, if you want to do the broken clock thing, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever, like he makes points and it's interesting, but he makes points that aren't like Tia was saying, relevant to working class people, right? Or right. Relevant to people who are trying to survive. Um, but then he says, well, y'all, y'all voted for Shardy and you haven't seen her since regard referring to Kamala Harris. And I just want people to know, uh, like before maybe like a Dick Cheney or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but most of the time in the history, like the vice president, you didn't really see that much. Like, yeah. Right. Like what? Yeah. Like there's literally no vice president that I can remember 
seeing Man. all that. Maybe Joe Biden, but not really. And that's because Joe Biden came after fucking like Dick Cheney, I feel like was one of those people as a vice president who was in the media a lot. And then like following Dick Cheney or whatever, you had Obama who was like, or I mean, obviously Joe Biden, but I'm talking about president wise, who was like the first black president. So like you're talking about a lot of media coverage that now all of a sudden is just surrounding um Mm-hmm. just surrounding the presidency as a whole. So all of a sudden, like, obviously you're going to see the president of Congress there, AKA the vice president as well. So I think with now with social media that people have like this misunderstanding of like the vice presidency, she isn't supposed to be out there. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like she isn't supposed like, I feel like people just have some misconstrued notion of the vice presidency. Of like what yeah. they're supposed to be. Doing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Like, there's jokes before. Like, you watch like House of Cards and shit, and all they did was make jokes about like the vice president not uh, doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all, that's all they do. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Like he said, like he would say some stuff where I'm like, all right, he's making sense, whatever. But like you said, some of the stuff is just like, no, Kanye, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I do think yeah. it's just a matter of he's way out of touch and. Oh, he's mad out of touch. I'll say, oh, this is so controversial for me to say, I think. Mm. Um, But I'll say it. Is that like, how do I say this without sounding really crazy? Well, I, I guess what I'll say is like what I've noticed is that like so many, I don't know, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who when people think about Kanye, when people are like the old Kanye, he was like for all of these things, you know? And for the people who who are advocates of stuff, um early on in whatever it is their career that they're doing um and as they get older and richer like i feel like they get away from a lot of those core things and a lot of the people who were the most um i don't want to say charismatic but like who were doing the most like their lives are cut short so we never really got to like see them actualize and for the people who whose lives or whatever weren't cut short and are still older now they're probably not billionaires so they're still way more connected to the like normal person i guess so who knows you know I, i i like is it impossible i think it's impossible for someone to become a billionaire and still be a normal person. And yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um, I don't disagree with that. I definitely think it's a notion of Kanye being completely disconnected from the realities of 90 plus percent of Americans, especially 90 plus percent of Black Americans. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And yeah, but I, always, I feel like I said this on this podcast or in the text before, like, well, you, because I think you were saying that he's always kind of been this way. Uh, Kanye, whether it's tr- like George Bush doesn't like black people, et cetera, he's just always been this way. Um, I've said he's always been I most said- most advocate about like up to his level of privilege, right? Yeah. Like where he's been yeah. throughout his career. And, and what- I'd say the only the only constant in that <laughs> is that Kanye himself is a narcissist. So he will do whatever mm-hmm. it is that at that point will cause some kind of reaction around him. <laughs> right. Like even like to even then the acts of saying Beyonce has the best video of all time. Um, that's still in a sense, a selfish act. It, that's not benefiting Beyonce. Yeah, like literally was not even about him. Yeah, it's not. He inserted himself in that. Yeah. yeah, so that's still a selfish act, even right. though we championed it. Right. Um, I, I feel like, uh, man, I'm going to get deep into my psychology major here. But to me, it's like... <clears throat> Kanye West has like retrograde amnesia where he like he can't remember like he can only make new memories like he can't remember the old stuff. It's like Mm. it's like he has no long term. He doesn't have a long term memory. He can only make new memories. So he can't like remember how stuff was before whatever something traumatic not even something traumatic happening but it's like one like i said like once he gets to this new level of status or privilege he's like well wait a second why can't i do this and then he's only basing every all the crazy shit he's saying off of that that recent stuff and forgetting all of the other shit yeah um yeah you give him a lot of credit for being stupid uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, when he was in that text group talking about I'm the richest person on here, yeah, I would have been like, like, "Who cares?" Left the group. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Who uh, cares? Whatever. Anytime, like, all right, fam. Anytime somebody, got yeah, I would have been like, "Man, get your insecure ass the fuck out of here." Right. Hey. That's the only thing you have more of than me because you ain't got no sense. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, that's cool. worth more than a billion dollars. Yeah. Have fun All with right. your money, fam. Like, with your money and your house that you don't live in and your backpack that you And again, what do we always in. say people projecting? I, I feel like he's projecting like, okay, maybe he is, but like he's still unhappy and all this shit. Like, it doesn't, all he, doesn't mean anything, you know? That's literally all he has over Drake. And that's why Drake drives him crazy. Right. That's yeah. why Drake gets out of his skin. Because he see he can see a world in which Drake become like I can't I don't know if Drake becomes a billionaire, but Kanye can see a world in which Drake becomes. I mean, shit, he got to be close. I'm sure he will be if he's not. Yeah, I'm close. sure he can see he can see a world where where Drake becomes where well, he's already seen the world where Drake has outsold him in. Yeah, he said that too. He admitted yeah. that too. He's already seen that world happen where he's somehow bypassed him as far as like rapper or whatever. Yeah. Um sales, album sales. I won't say like rapper. We, that's the debate y'all can have on Twitter. I don't give a fuck about none of that. 
Um, so he can see, like, he all he has over Drake, all he has over Jay-Z, all he has over whoever else was in that group text, Virgil, is that he's richer than them. <laughs> right. But what he doesn't have is control over them. Okay. He, hate, he hates part. Virgil because Virgil takes the um, job at Louis Vuitton. Uh, so he's mad at Virgil now. He puts Virgil in the group chat. Like, yeah. oh, I need four or five people to come battle me. Like, I'm the only person that can do uh, get in the arena with Drake and get in the arena with Virgil. Like, yeah, fam, we get it, but we don't care. But, right. I think he thinks people <laughs> care. That's what he thinks people care more than we actually do. It's like, we don't care. I, I think he yeah. knows we don't care. Well, I think we know regarding him. <clears throat> like, like, you have your, like, he can't accept the fact that his fans are his fans and his people who don't like him just don't like him. He can't accept that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what like he's mad and saying, and I don't know many narcissists who can accept that, right? Yeah, like he can't accept that there's half of the internet who just hates him because they're Drake fans. Yeah, we didn't even get to the part, uh, that video that just came out with like Jay. What does Jay Prince have on every person in the industry? Because he, who is he and why was he in the he's, video? He's like touted as the person who discovered Drake, but he's like from houston he started rap a lot records he's like a very he's like an industry person um yeah. but he's from uh, houston industry, if you want to say industry but he's like he has a there's a book about him and it's about he's rap like a lot a, records yeah, yeah. what's it called i forgot like a henchman yeah yeah, Kinda, he, yeah. he was basically yeah. he was basically <laughs> like suge knight but maybe just you know never got caught never got caught or whatever, but the yeah, because he looked like he was holding Kanye. Yeah, huh? like, about him though. The way they talk about him, like he was probably Suge Knight before. Before yeah. Suge Knight, that's because yeah. I, I was like, like, I don't know if it was, was before. Like, Knight wouldn't even fuck with him. Yeah, um, like the way his name rings off in like rap. Mate, the his book. <laughs> I don't think this is it. Oh wait, his book. Oh wait, I guess this is his book, The Art of Science. The Art and Science of Respect, a memoir. Um, I think his son is also Drake's DJ, I think. Maybe I could totally yeah. be making that up. I know his son's name's like Jazz Prince or something. I'm yeah, not sure. I think that's Drake's DJ, but I don't know. I, could be I don't right. really know much about Jake Prince, but the way they like every podcast I listen to, the way that people talk about him is he's not one to be fucked with. Um, but yeah, that video is wild. It's it very, <laughs> but that was another thing too. I was like, if he's like Drake, let's do this concert, and Jay Prince is like, I feel like Drake's gonna be like, no, fuck you. Like that just seemed like another attention. Oh, Drake thing. will do whatever Jay Prince. Does. I was about to say, there's probably gonna be another Prince with a video with him standing with that guy and him yeah. being like, okay, yeah. yes, sir. Because <laughs> let's he, do won't, it. he won't Debo Drake like that. Like he has Kanye out here looking. That's what I'm saying. Do, he'll let Drake do his a little more. Yeah. Um, Drakey. Drakey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, some kind of. Instagram because in my posts. mind, I was about to say it'll be an Instagram. In my movie. mind, like Pusher, like yeah, Pushy, Pusher T, <laughs> Pusher T, and Drake have a, a much bigger beef than Kanye and Drake actually. Have. Yeah, like I yeah. think they would fight. Whereas Kanye just like he's just doing he, this like, shit. Eggs just... on the competition and everything. Like he likes having a, a competitor well, Drake like that. Really have a beef with Pusher T? If you listen to all the rap songs, he's fucking talking shit about Kanye. 
<laughs> and like even in all like the replies, like Duffy music or whatever he put out, that was all shots at Kanye with one shot at um or well that's because Pusha T like I mean yeah. Pusha T but he already acknowledged uh, that Pusha T like basically won that rap battle. You know what I'm saying? Like he has basically said that, like, yeah. He Who, Drake? Yes. In oh, in a song. Like, what's the uh, the song with him in future where he's like um, fuck the one with him in future. He's like, yeah, I caught a L, so what, or something like that. He be like, what is? Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know that. Um, I, I can't remember what the what's. I can't remember the exact line, but he basically but I mean, he pretty much acknowledges it. Everybody knows like Pusha T can rap. Had the Trump. He, yeah, I mean, he yeah. had the Trump car. When, <laughs> you were hiding a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ooh. which he got clearly that which is. He got clearly from. He said he got it from some girl Drake was messing with or somebody. Yeah, like that. but we know that shit came from Kanye. Oh wait, uh, I think Drake says, "Yeah, niggas caught me slipping one time." Okay, so what or something like that. Like that's it's like more or less those lines, but I think it's like uh, obvi- yeah, it's definitely obviously referencing uh, that diss track for sure. Yeah, um, but but you yeah, know, but Drake's beef was never. I mean, his beef. He never even acknowledged Pusha T like that, which is fine. I think he had like some goons run up on Pusha T or something. They said uh, at one of those shows in Toronto, they said Drake did it. I don't really I don't know what the fuck's going on on the Internet, nor do I care about Drake and Pusha T. Yeah. Uh, But as most of his in his diss tracks, most of them. have been references, shots at Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just think with the Kanye shit, he's like, I don't know. There's a lot to unpack in that interview. One, like one listen is all I could do. We could do a whole podcast just on that interview. Yeah, (laughs) One listen is all I could do. But if you probably listen once or twice or two or three times, you could probably unpack it for probably three or four hours. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. just that's just how Kanye brain works. It's just yeah. it's like moves so like at rapid speed to where it's hard to catch up with what the fuck he's trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. And it's, he said, like, when you start talking about plan B and shit being created by the that's the stuff that I was just like, KKK, oh man, he was KKK so... invested in the plan B and it's used. <laughs> For population control, he was so off the, the rails. They put all the Planned Parenthoods in the hood and the fertility clinics in uh, the white neighborhoods. I was like, "Fam, I've lived in the hood my whole <laughs> life. I've never seen a Planned Parenthood. What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> oh <laughs> man, yeah, he definitely went off the rails. I mean, a lot. But whenever he was saying that shit, I was like, "Oh god." And the only people who aren't having babies, Kanye, if you look at the stats, are white people. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, um, yeah, whenever he was saying that stuff, I was just like, can't you, you could probably just like Google who exactly who invented this and when they did. <laughs> like, they don't want to. That's what, you know what I'm saying. This is like, like this thing is a MAGA hotel. <laughs> Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let me look at this rundown again. 
Uh, do we? I feel like we've been we going for a minute, but we're gonna skip Will Smith. But we will acknowledge that, yeah, like, he is doing the most to sell this book, and, <laughs> and that's and what a, that, that's been a common theme the past few weeks of people they doing selling the, the whole damn book to where you don't even have to watch. Said he was gonna kill his dad. Uh, all kinds of Scottie shit. Pippen. Yeah, him and Scotty Pippen. I, t- I told this in one of our group chats. I was like, boy, these. <laughs> These book tour rollouts be wild, boy. It's so crazy. They will say they will say anything, anything. on a book tour. It's mm. insane. To and me. then they have like he has a thing here tomorrow with Queen Latifah um, for his book. And usually I would go to some shit like that. I was like, man, fuck this. Him and Jada, fuck them. I don't want. Yeah, they like, do. I'm not going to hear him talk about this shit, man. Yeah. Oh man! I was like, "Fuck! I want to go see the Queen." And then I was like, "But then I have to sit through Will Smith too." Yeah, it's like too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna skip that. But you know, I don't know. There, like every day this week or every other day, there's been some other insane Will Smith headline. But I think the people are tired of hearing about him and Jada. Um, he made me not even want to watch the damn Serena movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but I guess keeping in line with TV stuff is, uh, you know, Insecure's back. Um, man, this week's episode, y'all, con- right. like you said, Condola was wild. See, like I can understand because I've seen friends go through this, but Lawrence was trying. Like this dude was literally flying there every weekend. I know men that cried about coming to drive an hour and a half to come pick their child up. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. dude is flying there every weekend. He was trying. Yeah, I tried to shoot her some some bell like in my head cuz me too. Obviously I tried. The, obviously, like the go-to. I was like, man, maybe Lars. Maybe maybe Lars isn't doing something. Maybe she isn't seeing something. Maybe I was like, maybe she's like having postpartum or something, like to where she is. Yeah. Um, but I know it's going. hard when you're like the primary parent. The baby's waking up. Like I've seen it up close. Like I get it. But he was trying. Yeah. Yeah. She wouldn't have even let him. No, like, see, you text him talking about the baby born. What? I know that was so. <laughs> I don't care how quick you go into labor. You could have texted as soon as your water broke. Maybe not that, but like, okay, I could have. Somebody could have. Somebody could have, right. Yeah, right. you got your mom and your loudmouth ass sister there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. You always got some shit. And then this is the thing that kills me. And we know, we see it, but. You can tell when somebody been talking about you behind your back by the oh, way yeah. other people are <laughs> responding to you. Cause Lawrence knew off the bat that um Condola has been talking shit about him to his mom, her mom, her her mom was actually sweet, and her sister, who's played by uh what's her name? Oh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki, Kiki Palmer. He knew off the bat that Condola was talking shit about her about him yeah. and you can tell by the energy the shit she brings up like when he says like <clears throat> yeah i'm tired she's like oh why are you tired you're right like shut up she's like, <laughs> got nothing to do with you <laughs> there were so many times where like because it did look like he was trying but then they would be like they would show him <laughs> 
they, they here's what they would do is they did a really great job of like actually showing him working really late and then being like fuck i'm just too tired to kind of do this like they did that one time right where he's like all right i'm sorry like i can't make it like Whatever. yeah that was yeah like yeah. It, it wasn't and i can see that being because she's like thinking she about to get a break she had plans like i can understand that but everything like pretty much leading up to that like he was trying and then he should not have went off on her like they should have had that argument at the um baby shower okay like, that thing to me him. i was like yeah you because i was thinking of someone who has so many food allergies i was like I get it. Yeah, he was wilding. Yeah, like bro, you cannot get like I didn't even know like <laughs> when Talia was a baby, she was sick, and I was like, April, why don't you just give her some elderberry syrup? They can't have honey. I didn't know that, but like even if I didn't know that, and I was like keeping her myself, like I wouldn't give a child, especially a baby that literally only drinks milk, right. I was confused as to what he actually fed the baby. Was it carrots? Was it just like some icing something like I don't even really know what it was. I guess yeah, maybe I either. it looked orange. So I thought it was maybe he said mush. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? I thought it was mush? just like icing or something. Yeah, yeah. I think well, it damn, was, you yeah. can't go all hard like that with the sweets or anything like that when it's yeah, a baby. What, yeah, that's what I was. That's when I was kind of on her side. I was like, Yo, what, Lars? What the fuck you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You giving a mush? And then, but they started the she's give me my damn baby, this and that, all at the function. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We ain't got to but do that. I, but it's so funny because, like, I feel like 70% of the comments and stuff that I've seen on Twitter are, like, actually, like, backing up Condola. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, no, I, me and April was talking about it earlier, and we were like, she was wilding. Like, he was trying like compared to not a lot of men that i've seen out there he was trying like the fact that he was flying every weekend was like blowing my mind i was like wow. yeah it's also like she said um what did the, when they got in the argument she said you went and took a job and you knew i was pregnant it was like it, he was like i had this job before we even knew you was pregnant what right. are you talking about but he didn't have to say like you blew up my life with this and that yeah that's what i'm saying they kept like peppering shit like that in there like it kind of reminded me of like malcolm and marie a little bit yeah um oh god that movie oh i got a lot of problems with that movie but um that's just they was throwing hey man (laughs) (laughs) now that was deontay wilder versus tyson fury because yeah that was so you gotta listen to um one of my favorite podcasts is called Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood, where they they just review movies that have black or POC leads and they talk about the movie in the context of race. But they like really rip that movie like to shreds. And after I was, I was like, damn. But um, uh, now, yeah. that's what it kind of reminded me of, though. And I was just like, damn, they are going ham. But then she, like. It's like, what you want me to do? You right. want me to stay here and like not have a job or try to like <laughs> that was my whole to... thing. Yeah, it's like, especially well... <laughs> after it took him so long to get his life on track. Yeah, yeah, like you like don't she know don't what know the, the history. Yeah, like yeah, she don't know the history, which is the they didn't know season. each other. That that's why you need to be yeah. careful. You don't be knowing yeah. people that yeah. much and see you having babies, the, and then you start seeing who these people are. The general consensus that I that everyone was in agreement with. <laughs> what everyone was like happy that Issa is not involved in any of this 
us at yes, all. Yes, I, I like, told April, I was like, when she walked away, I was like, yes, bitch, because that is what you should do. Yeah. Don't stick around for this shit. Like, yeah. he would have been coming home, complaining to you about, like, no, you don't want to hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, was she going to end this episode? But she was in the beginning of But in Braxton, she does know because they showed it in the Yeah, preview. they showed it. Yeah, I know. I finally yeah. saw that. And I was like, damn, I just totally forgot they had that conversation. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Condola, like I thought it was kind of weird. What was Issa doing? Are they going to like? It's kind of weird she wasn't at the baby shower. But it's also kind of weird that she wasn't even Condola, in this episode, really, other than the very beginning. Yeah, but it's also kind of weird that Condola was invited to Tiffany's baby shower, or not baby shower, whatever one year birthday. It was yeah, but yeah, yeah, because I thought she met them through Issa, right? No, I think Issa knew maybe her Issa through met her, Tiffany. Met her Tiffany. through. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did think it was really funny. What's Natasha Rothwell's character? Um, um, I don't know. I can't remember her name. Me um, too. Oh. Damn, that's Kelly. So fun. Kelly. Kelly. Well, yeah. she was like all. She was like everyone that I know is thriving. And yeah. I forgot what her exact quote was, but I was like, "Damn, that's like the perfect amount." You know, like people would be. It was shade. just shade, yeah. It was. It was just so funny, but it was perfect the way she said it. Um, because that's how you got to be. But like, you know, I just thought it was funny because, like, even though Issa wasn't really in the episode, I feel like in that scene specifically, like everyone knew that's what she was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Lawrence knew. Saw <laughs> yeah, <on> his face. <laughs> it was like, oh, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sure Everyone's thriving. Yeah. Then Pepper P- Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Over there smoking. <laughs> he was getting at the baby <laughs> birthday. In the baby pool smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh my man. God. Yeah, that, that episode. Took- but a lot of their episodes are so real. Like I can't even tell you how many episodes I watched. And like I was just like, I'll never be able to watch that again. Yeah, it's like yeah. I told April, I was like, if we wrote that show, we could write the exact same shit. Yeah. It's yeah, like every black so woman goes through the same shit at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I always go in that situation with the uh, deference. Like, I wanted to go in that situation with a little bias and deference to Condola. But same. Same. I like that's a- I just couldn't. <laughs> like, she was not being reasonable at all. Especially like the the part that really threw me was just like just naming the baby. Like I don't know that that to me. What did they name him? Like, uh, like something something Mustafa. Moose, yeah. Uh, Isaiah Mustafa. Was it Isaiah? I don't think it was Isaiah. It was no, something else. He called him Ja. Yeah. Elijah. Elijah. Elijah Mustafa. Elijah Mustafa. Yeah, Elijah Mustafa. <laughs> I'm sorry if I have a child with someone and they name the baby without consulting me. I'm gonna be fucking yeah. pissed. Name the baby went to <laughs> uh, urgent care without calling him or telling him anything about what was going on, and then getting mad that he had an issue with her taking the baby to urgent care and not telling him what was going on with his with his son, not allowing him to take the son because he was crying. So now you don't want him to be in a strange place uh, while he's, he's a baby. He's a baby. Everything is strange. Yeah. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I think if you, if like the name of the show is insecure and I feel like all the problems in this show arise from people like 
because of their insecurities and and i get it when i've never been a new mom but i know it's like scary to let the baby go with others it's like should have had april yeah i know she oh she would have went in honey do know that because me and her had this conversation (laughs) earlier today oh man yeah it's just crazy how like I don't want to say crazy. I feel like we throw crazy out there too much. I was some words I want to get out of my vocabulary, like nigga, crazy, fuck. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I just thought she was being unreasonable more than he was. But also, like, I don't know. Maybe friends are friends, this and that. But if I was Lawrence, I probably would have spazzed on Derek. Like I get it, this your spot. Like I'll leave, <laughs> but I'm also like when he told like, you about when he took him aside. Yeah, uh, but I'm surprised. I get what okay, he was saying, but I feel like he came. In. I feel like he wasn't. I don't yeah, know. I was, that when, moment... when when Lawrence was like, "Dude, you're married. Like this is totally different." I was like, "Yeah, like what the yeah." Just like, tell him to you... calm down and don't be yelling like that at the party. Like all that other stuff you said, like you can't relate, bro. Yeah, but like at the same time, I thought it was also showing how naive Lawrence was, and he was like, "All right, let's move these boxes." And and the dude, he was like, "No, you dumbass!" He was like, like "Ain't no boxes." Yeah, like that to me was just being like, "All right, Lawrence, you really are lost yeah. in the sauce." Yeah, here. So he was also heated, so he probably was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I just thinking, I don't know. I can't necessarily remember all the things Derek said. He was basically just being like, yo, you keep being negative. Like, it's not going to look good on you to be yelling at her in public. But he wasn't even yelling at her in that situation. She was yelling at him. Yeah, but then he kind of like he did yell at her the though. Table. And like pull the baby away. But yeah. she's trying to like reach for the baby and it's see. Like, this is like, to like pull the baby out of his hand and shit. It's like yeah, you know, like I, I like at this point before they're that, both wrong. She yeah. was in the right. Like, don't just feed the baby anything. Are you fucking dumb? Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's like one of those situations, you know, in the NFL where only one player gets penalized for, you yeah. know, whenever they like retaliate. The right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like exactly one of those things. She um, like reaches for the baby. He pulls back and hits the boxes over. So every that gets everybody's attention. Right. So it looks like he's the one that's being... Right. Uh, the kind of the aggressor in that situation when really he wasn't. And then Derek pulls him to the back and says, like, what did he say again? Like, you, what did you say? And he said, I think you're correct. Um, uh, just stop being negative. Yeah, he, stop yeah. being negative. He's like, I'm not being negative. Like, you don't know what the fuck I'm going through. She will not allow me to take my kid with me. Yeah. Like, Every time I try to take my kid, there's some kind of excuse. Like she named the baby without me. Like, what are you talking about, Derek? He's yeah. like, yeah, but that's not going to make the situation better. Like me and Tiffany went through our problem. Like, fam, y'all live together and are y'all married. are married. You went through your problems because <laughs> yeah. she had like a postpartum depression, bro. Like, that's not the same thing. That's not what's going on here. And they're not yeah. even together. They're not even boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I would have probably much rather got advice from his other friend than Derek. In oh. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that guy, but I hate him also. Well, but I think that's kind of. 
in some <laughs> situation, like a little bit why. I, I would argue to say that like the he took his other friend's advice and was kind of like he was saying like he was being like no this is how I feel but he wasn't necessarily acknowledging like he needs to do a little bit of both he needs to like whenever she's saying something like immediately acknowledge it and be like I hear you but this but he wasn't doing that yeah. he was just being like well this is how I am feeling he wasn't yeah. acknowledging condol so like I think that's probably how this will all shake out. You know, it's yeah, like, that seems like how it's going to play out. And it obviously seems like he's about to move back to uh, L.A. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, maybe somehow it's like they bring in COVID and he can work from home and then he just moves to L.A. with the same job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that Actually, I just now thought they have not mentioned COVID at Me all. Me and April said that too. She was like, because when, when Condola was like, the doctor's busy. He has to have, um, he can only have appointments when he's available. And April's like, there's no COVID there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Because there has exactly. not been a mask or any mention of uh, quarantine. I'm kind of glad yeah. though. But I, they, I hate they, Well, maybe they were alluding they to that with Kelly being sober for nine months. No, nah, so they mentioned in the episode, or no, this was, they sped it forward a year, so this wouldn't even apply. I know they mentioned in the episode with Eason uh, when they're on Stanford campus when she's talking to um, Molly at the table that Molly says, picks up the paper and says, with a lot, with everything that's going on in the world. Mm. Uh, and I didn't know what they were necessarily referring to there and then she asked Issa like are we good and then Issa replies oh you mean with everything that's going on in the world or oh with, yeah between us yeah so I didn't know what they're necessarily referring to there it could have been they were referring to like the George Floyd type situation and then after a year later after that is when COVID happened correct yeah well no no or COVID, or, happened no, that, COVID happened. That. COVID had already was already a thing because George Floyd died in May of 2020. Oh, and COVID okay, so I was, got it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess they left it ambiguous enough to, you know, whatever, yeah. make any kind of interpretation. But now that, yeah, but now that they've sped it up a year, I don't know. Yeah, because everyone's I on the plane, seen. no mass, nothing. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like it's probably not going to come up because to be on a plane with no mask and that kind of stuff. Which is kind of weird for this show. Yeah, because they keep it pretty <laughs> topical to what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, so I'll be interested to see hmm. how he gets back to L.A., I guess, but that's about it. Um, What's the last thing on here? The harder they fall, I don't know. I watched it. I don't know if Tia watched. Oh, wait, no. I think we all I three did. did watch it. I thought it was really amazing. Um, I thought it was movie of the year. It was good. It was good. It was really good. I just liked the... Uh, it was just a little bit too long because I can't stand anything over two hours, but it was fine. Yeah. The pacing was a little weird. Not weird, but like it was a little long, but like whatever. I thought it was cool. It reminded me... Um, it was like a little Tarantino-esque. Uh, I like the music. Except for with, <laughs> except they probably said the N word less than a Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they. I don't. Did they even say it? Uh, yeah, they did because whenever uh, 
uh the what was the one character who was the girl who was like stagecoach mary's like kind of like security oh, and whenever Cuffy? yeah what was her name Cuffy. Cuffy. Cuffy, yeah Cuffy. and whenever um the guy who was saying he was the fastest gun gunslinger and he was like who do you think is and she was like she was like when i look in the mirror and then the one of the other guys said like that nigga just said when he looked at when she looks in the mirror and they were like laughing at her or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also, like spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Heart of They Fall, like there might be a spoiler in here. I don't know. I, I like but it was really good. It was funny. Um, it was like a good it like I was just all like good actor. It was like all yeah, really I think I, honestly Where did that one guy come from? He was funny. Which guy? The guy that kept wanting to um go against Cherokee. I, I don't know. I ha- I didn't recognize. I need him to look him up because he was good. He was good. Yo, you know who was really <laughs> when good? When he in said, this "I movie? thought I was liking a boy," I fell out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was like that shit was. I funny. thought I was in love with me. R.J. Oh wait. Okay, he looks familiar now that I'm looking at his picture. Yeah, maybe he looks different in other stuff. Uh, I do recognize him from something. Um, I just but Lakeith Stanfield is so good, man. Damn, like so every time good. he was on the screen in this shit, like he stole every scene he was in. Um, he can act. Okay, maybe yeah, I don't recognize this person from anything. I don't. Maybe he I'm just has a familiar face, but yeah, he was good. Um, this director who did the movie. Um, uh, yeah. I've- I've seen him in the Power Rangers movie. That's how I know who he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, James Samuel. I didn't recognize any of his other stuff that he's done. Um, I think he did some other Western though. That, like, so, oh wait, he did he did something for Jay Z. I guess that was like something for four forty four. Um, but I don't know. This was it was like a fun movie. I thought it was like great that it was like all black actors like in a western. Um uh Jane or Regina Jonathan King Jonathan Majors Gray, Regina King. Honestly, like my, my biggest beef with this movie, I know people were and we talked about uh what's her name not being Zazie. He was like the weakest link in this movie because every time she was on screen, I was like, what is she doing in this movie? And yeah. and it really yeah. didn't even have anything to do with the blowback about her not looking like the act like the actual real person. But I think next to Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Lakeith Stanfield, all these other actors, she was just like the worst actor in the movie, and it was very apparent. Yeah. And yeah. it was kind of she just- also didn't necessarily have any. Well, I guess not many of them had like a character arc per se. Uh, but I mean, she didn't really. I mean, they all kind of did. Like, I don't know. She was just like Regina King. Like everyone in this actor was, or everyone in this movie to me was a noticeably better actor than her. Yeah, yeah. And her, uh, yeah. I guess what I mean is her role just wasn't that deep. I guess. Um, like it wasn't her. It wasn't anything that any scene that she was in and not necessarily just her that would would have just blown you away right out of anything because it wasn't much dialogue really or it was either her hooking her and jonathan majors rekindling their like love interest or whatever's going on yeah uh or her trying to 
her talking to Idris Elba, just just shit like that. Like it wasn't anything yeah. like that was like going to blow you away. So yeah, one I thing. Guess, one thing that but I Regina saw, Regina King was fucking amazing. She was amazing. Yeah. One thing I saw was like really funny is that they said whenever they went to the white town and that one scene that even the dirt and the sand was white. Yes. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, everything there is white. Like, I know this is probably some like metaphor or some shit like yeah. that. But I thought the exact same thing. I was like, dang, everything here is white. I was like, did they paint like the whole set white? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Delroy was fucking Delroy, wait. I feel like he doesn't oh, get yeah. his respect. Delroy Lynn, Yeah, he does not. He doesn't. He never yeah. gets his respect. He will forever uh, be the dad from Brooklyn. And he yeah. should have gotten he's something killed for that. Every oh, yeah. single role that he's been in recently. Holy shit. That movie with Denzel movie he was recently in. Wait, um, wasn't he in the Five Bloods? He was in the Five Bloods. That's the Denzel movie yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Wait, Denzel I mean, wasn't in Wait, that Denzel wasn't Chadwick Denzel. Was. I meant Spike Lee. Spike Lee, Spike Lee, Spike Lee, Spike Lee. The Spike Lee movie he was recently in. This movie, I mean, as a black actor, he just doesn't get his get enough props. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's just, he's just great in every fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the twist at the end was great. Yeah, I like that. Um, That's it. That was like, oh, this actually because I was like, oh shit, this is actually like a cool like. It was like it. It was it was a cool twist. It wasn't one where I was like, what? Like, because I kind of wasn't expecting it. Um, no, I definitely wasn't. I'm very interested to hear the podcast that I was talking about earlier review this movie because I like really want to know what their opinions are of it, but. That that shit was like even if the script and all that stuff sucked, like because there were so many good actors in it, like it was, you know, you have to take the script with a grain of salt, also because it's a western. Yeah, like uh, it was written as a western, it was acted as a western, the set everything was a western. So when it comes to like writing the scripts of a western, if you've watched a lot of westerns, it follows kind of a typical Western pattern yeah. Um, yeah. from that standpoint. So you're not, it shouldn't be viewed as like, when I say movie of the year, I, I don't view it as like a, the revenant or something along those lines. Well, no, it's more like, you know, I think what they would used to call like spaghetti Westerns, which were like made yeah. in Italy and like kind of straight up revenge story, that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. like, there was another movie that was recently like that, right? Where they didn't get the credit it deserved. Like a Western? Uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I feel like Denzel was in it. I was about something. to say, wasn't Denzel in a Western not too long ago? Maybe care um oh the magnificent seven i've actually thought that was amazing. i didn't watch that one. Oh, but did you're I right that? Uh, i feel like wasn't I did. that netflix too yeah i'm pretty sure no i did not watch that wait 2016 yeah. i thought there was one way more recent than that but maybe not um uh, so you yeah, might the magnificent right. seven i thought was great too or i don't know man people need to go watch this movie and support it because it was great and it's like Pretty much all black cast. Director is black. I'm sure. It's blackity black black. It was blackity black black black. But it was it was good. It was good. Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, we will be back with a few things on living in America. 
Um, yeah, we'll be right back. Look, we've been doing the show for a while, and Wandering Barman. Wandering Barman? They are one of our premier sponsors. They're a sponsor? Yeah, they're the best. They make the most delicious cocktails, and they're pre-made. Wait, pre-made cocktails? I can just drink it? I don't have to make a cocktail? That's right, but it gets even better. They just opened their cocktail brasserie here in Brooklyn. That sounds fancy. It's pretty fancy, but it's also mad affordable. Their happy hour from 5 to 7, $5 cocktails. So if you want an old-fashioned, guess how much it is? Uh, $5? If you want a margarita, guess how much it is? Mm, $5. And if you want a Diet Pepsi? I don't think they have those. They don't have those, unfortunately. Aww. But you should check out Wandering Barman's Cocktail Brasserie at 315 Meserol Street in Brooklyn. Go for happy hour, 5 to 7. They're open every day. Wandering Barman, woo! Here, Group Sex Podcast. We are back with a little segment. Living in America. And the first thing that we're going to talk about, uh, something Chris put on our radar today, which I, I probably would have never actually even seen because I don't listen to the daily, so I wouldn't even have known this. Um, but basically, great podcast. It is a great, series. yeah. Like you and Lauren, I feel like listen to that podcast. Y'all must listen to that every day because she sent a bunch of their podcasts too. Um, to the daily, the daily, daily and up first. I listen. I listen to, to up first every day. Word. Do I retain what they're saying? No, it's just part of my morning routine. <laughs> um, this one was about uh, basically a, a gun law. Um, in New York, I mean, I think the high level of the podcast is basically saying how um, gun laws in America, for the most part, you are allowed to have a gun in your home, but yeah, not United States versus Heller, right? It's like not, a DC, right? DC case where like most places, yes, you can have one in your home, but you can't just open carry everywhere. Um, yeah, and, most of those are regulated by states, right? Um, open carry laws for the most part are state regulated laws. And there are in your home, DC United States versus Heller was a case Supreme court, not too long ago, actually. Maybe like, I think they said it was 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago that said that it's against uh, essentially DC was trying to ban uh, anybody from having guns in their homes. Uh, and the United States said, it's unconstitutional based on the second amendment or the Supreme court said it's unconstitutional based on second amendment. You are able to uh, protect yourself, self-defense claim, whatever. Right. Uh, so they threw that law, they struck that law down. So it was 2008, by the way. Yeah. Essentially what's happening in New York <laughs> is there's two people who were denied licenses for guns, you know, New York and like six other States have very strong gun licensing policies to where they don't just give it to anybody. New York is New York in particular says that um, unless you have a very compelling case as to why you need a gun, uh, then we will not grant you a license to carry. So it's two people um, were denied. They brought a case to uh, the Supreme Court essentially arguing that, uh, or arguing, essentially trying to expand on United States versus Heller, saying that the Second Amendment protects the individuals to uh, protect themselves as self-defense um, out in public, 
also and not just in the home. So that's what this case is about. And if this and essentially if this law, is, New York law is struck down, what you will have is more people with licenses to carry legal licenses to carry uh, across the country. Right. Because basically mm-hmm. it will kind of give set precedent to make this more universal because yeah. the other compelling thing in this case was like these people were in like upstate New York. They're like not in the city, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And and now because of the Supreme Court, it's what, six, three. So there's more conservative judges. And basically what they were. The case that they were kind of making, or at least what they were saying is. Um, you know, someone who works late somewhere in the city who has to go through other neighborhoods should be able to con- like carry a concealed weapon because they're traveling through unsafe places yeah. or or whatever. And the the liberal judges were saying, well, the reason that you don't is because there's more police presence and officers in these places. So you don't actually need a reason to have a weapon because there's people there who have weapons who mm, quote, and I'm big quotes here, know how to use them, when to use them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, And, and they were making the case where they were saying, okay, well, Maybe you can't have them on the subway. You can't have them in Times Square. You can't have them in a courthouse. You can't have them in these large public arenas. But my whole thing is like, okay, I live in New York and I don't know the percentages of people who actually have cars here, but like 80% of the people who live in the metropolitan area of New York probably take the subway. So if you have a concealed weapon, like the chances are that you're probably going to be riding the subway with it. So uh, it when I was listening to this, it made me very uneasy. And and the and the ironic thing was just like was whenever I looked at the rundown with the other two things we were talking about, it's like why would they want more people to have okay everywhere? And like one of the and the lawyer I think representing these people was talking about other metropolitan areas who actually who have like broadened these regulations or whatever and like one of the examples that he gave was chicago and of course the judge was like probably not the best example to use because i think most people would say chicago houston and phoenix right so like the three places with probably like the most gun violence i would assume in the biggest metropolitan areas two of the three two of the three houston and houston and chicago Chicago. right so it's just like (laughs) you know And then you have the conservative court judge that says who gives the same old trope they always give as far as, well, in New York, if all the bad, if all the bad people are going to have them, why can't, why can't the good people, why can't the good people have them? And (laughs) I mean, you already know how they're going to rule on this. Like the law is, the law is going to be either struck down or uh, constricted to where they can work to make it still make it easier, but not completely struck down. Cause you're talking about striking down this law, which would have to then 
apply to seven other states. And you're and from a conservative standpoint, it's hilarious because they're all for state laws and less government, uh, according to them. Right. (laughs) But when it comes to like gun control, then these like state laws don't mean anything. And I also like there the logic that uh, more guns on the street equals more safety. It's just dumb. Well, the whole time I'm listening to this is like, that sounds like actually the opposite. Have they not (laughs) been living in the same world that we, and the the thing that's so annoying to me is the people who are like bringing this case, like don't live in the city. They don't live in a populated area. There's somewhere where sure they're less likely to be mugged or whatever, because it's just a way less populated area. So maybe for them, sure. Like, they want to be able to carry their gun to the fucking grocery store. Who the fuck knows? I don't know why they would even care. But it's just like, yo, every day, like how many mass shootings and shit have we seen? Like, I don't understand how someone in their right mind can be like, you know what we need right now in New York City or any major city is just more guns. Guns. Just more of them. <laughs> like, yeah. that to me says people who have probably never go to the city or be in very densely populated areas. Right. But damn, watch a movie. Turn on the news. Like, I mean, I or look at statistics. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just look. Yeah, exactly. Just look at. I mean, we probably have the most guns out of probably almost every country, and we have we're tops in gun violence, yeah. gun deaths, homicide, or deaths related to uh, gun violence, like. More guns on the street do not equal uh, <laughs> safety. Like, who told these people this? That's what I'm saying. Like, like if this to me sounds like, and I don't want to be walking down the street with half or ninety or sixty percent of the population. I don't care uh, with licenses to carry where you're not going to require them to learn anything about the guns. Right. Or do much about having a background check to get a gun, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, because I was thinking, I was thinking in my mind, I was like, well, man, I would probably, I, I like, I already don't even ride the subway a lot now just because I ride my bike so much, but I definitely wouldn't be riding. Like, in two years, another, like, all right, it's pretty easy to get an open carry uh, license in New York. I'm, you would not catch me on the subway. I'm sorry. Yeah. You would Uber. I would be Ubering and biking everywhere. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't really do too much shit anyway here, but like Yeah. You know, and but unfortunately, they're going to get what they look for and we're going to be having mad conversations. Well, that's what I'm about- saying like this shit to me and let me put my tinfoil hat on here really quick is you know, some company, corporation, whatever, getting these people to bring this case to court where they're like, all right, how, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like definitely NRA involved. Right. Like this shit sounds like planted people to do this. Yeah, it is. You know, like. That's usually how it works. Right. It's gonna be the I'm pretty same sure thing. they said they had something to do with it. Hey, I'm sure they yeah. had some ties. To yeah. Whatever. It's going to be the same thing with these. Um, it does the same thing happen with these. Uh, abortion cases right because in america the only way to um 
get your case up to the Supreme Court is you pretty much have to be struck down by some lower court. The ruling has to be struck down by some lower court. And this is what I was tying to earlier when I was saying how, like, this is why it's dangerous to for these celebrities to advocate or whatever for someone like Trump, because the ramification of that is having a him appointing how many Supreme Court justices has he appointed now? Uh, three. He's got three. So that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that. Like that is why that's so dangerous because I don't think it necessarily like because what Trump is doing doesn't him. really matter. But like the other stuff that he's actually appointing and doing like very much did matter. But like in a case that's very specific like this, because right now if the Supreme Court was liberal. I'm pretty sure they'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't affect them, though. Right. That's yeah. like when when it all boils down to it, if they wanted to get the fuck out of this country, then they can go and get the fuck out of this country by any means necessary. But the 95 percent who just stuck here just have to live with it. Right. Like most of the people. So like a lot of people in New York. Don't have like don't have the means to go get a license to carry or anything along those lines. They just want to walk down the street and feel safe. And you're not, I'm sorry. You're not going to feel safe with. With, with more things that can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. safe with another 20 to 30% of the population with a license to carry. Right. Who are going to just be walking down Times square with a fucking ratchet and somebody bumps into them and then they just pull the gun out because now they feel like a big man or like, like you're going to have so many more of these dumbass, fake ass self-defense cases, man. And it's just sad. I mean, country's going to shit, but that's like this. I mean, it's already shit. It's the other two things on the segment are, are basically two trials going on right now. One is Ahmaud Arbery who was killed uh, while he was jogging. Yeah. Um, And I then what they're bringing up, the defense is saying Georgia has a self-defense law. Right. Right. So these, so they were apparently supposedly good guys with guns defending themselves against this black person, just jogging in their neighborhood. Um, I think there's what one black juror on the trial. I think that was like the big headline. It's like yeah. there's only one black juror. I don't know how how long the tri- has the trial started yet. I think it started uh, this yeah, week. It started. It started. It started. Yeah. Okay. I know the Rittenhouse yeah, there's one started. They, they struck down. <laughs> they struck down eleven of the black jurors. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let y'all know, preemptive strikes and jury selection is one of the most racist processes in the jury in the um, justice system. Uh, people have brought cases to the Supreme Court before. The Supreme Court has refused to get involved. But you can make up any reason to strike down somebody. It's by far the most racist process in um, the justice system. And I fully expect, I definitely expect Cal, the other one we're supposed to be talking about, Cal Rittenhouse. How, how do you pronounce it? I name? think it's Rittenhouse. Yeah, that's it. I fully expect him to be exonerated for bullshit self-defense law. Well, what's interesting yeah. is the the thing that I kept seeing from that trial today is actually the person who was testifying today was someone else who I think who did have a 
uh, open. I'm assuming they must have had a open carry or like a concealed weapons license. They had one. And apparently this. So they were what they were saying, I think, or arguing or whatever was that like, yes, Kyle Rittenhouse shot this guy, didn't kill him. But they were saying that he didn't shoot him until this guy pointed a gun at him. But I think the argument was this guy was saying, like, no, he was pointing his gun at me. I had my hands up and he was trying basically i think the guy was saying he was actually tried to shoot me but realized he was out of ammunition and then started reloading his gun even though i had my hands up and that's when this person had their gun out and then he ended up getting shot i didn't like i, I tried to listen to exact but i think that was like the gist of what happened but like yeah. this is again like one of those cases where it's like okay did them having open carry make any either one of them you know make anything safer i don't think so because no, not at all. <laughs> you know like and you know it's not like this guy they're gonna say he's protecting his community this and that he doesn't live there i said he doesn't even live in he the state he drove from another state right yeah. he doesn't even live in the state he drove from another state with a ar with an illegal gun with a gun that wasn't even purchased for him one of his friends bought the gun and gave it to him and right. then he drove with that gun to another state to protect some community that isn't his community. But all of a sudden he gets the, I mean, the Supreme court says state, I mean, the laws of each state protects Americans, no matter what. So he gets those protections, but it's just asinine that yeah. that could be the case. Yeah. And then he, all of a sudden, is now seen as some right hero <laughs> right or whatever and he's gonna i fully expect him to be exonerated um it's just it's just this, this country is just so fucked up man that's the thing when you start putting the pieces together and seeing like you know how all this stuff is connected it is it's so fucked up it's so fucked up <laughs> but like like you said like the the new york gun law thing like i don't even know if i would have seen that or paid attention to it had you not been like yo like listen to this, i listen to this. i was like fuck like this is actually like it is a really big deal yeah, it's um, huge so especially in a city like new york and that's what the solicitor general was trying to say yeah it's like fam <laughs> well, I I guess Justice Roberts kind of made a good point. It was like, or he was kind of asking her, I don't even know if it was a good point, but he said, um, can you explain essentially why um, the laws or why you grant more guns to people in urban or rural areas than in urban areas? Then they came up with the example of um if I'm working at night, this and that at midnight and I have to go home and I have to walk home or ride a bike home and I presented you with this case, would this be a case that um, I would be granted a license to carry? And she's flat out said, no, probably not. That's usually not a case where we would grant you a license to carry. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, lady, did you even come prepared? Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess you can't I guess you can't lie, but it's also like, can you can you please provide like a counter or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, can, like, can you say the police point? Does the other justice have to make the police point? Like, right. what are you doing here? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's scary to like have all, every 
I don't know. It's just scary. Like we're like, yeah, it's scary enough that like cops have guns, you know. So to, like to give more people who aren't quote unquote trained to have them is like even more insane to me. It's just it's like uh, the wild wild west. Yeah, it is. It is sad. Um, people don't kill people. Guns kill or. Is that what they say? Or is that what they say? I yeah. think it's guns. No, don't guns. Kill. They say don't guns kill don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. People kill people. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Oh boy. Um. What is the last thing? Hope Thanksgiving. Yes, it's coming up. Um. It's lit. Yes. Uh. Chris, are you coming? No, nah, he's going to Colombia. No, like, oh yeah, you going to Colombia? Um. So yeah, Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, we're gonna take a break. I think the week not next week, not, but the next. yeah, not this coming week. Ow, but the week that Thanksgiving actually falls on, and then we'll probably mm. take a break between Thanksgiving and Christmas, just because we're gonna be traveling and I'm gonna be moving. Tia's gonna be moving, and it's just too much to um coordinate. So between Thanksgiving, unless something crazy happens, yeah, well, yeah, we might drop a like a <laughs> emergency pod, you know, if some shit pops off. Um, but hopefully, some shit doesn't pop off. Um, so I think that means that y'all will get what one more episode or two more episodes before the break. Let me see here. Mm, one more, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one more. One more. Um, so we just wanted to put that on your radar, but uh I think that probably does it for this week. Um, I know we went through a lot, but you know, it was kind of two weeks worth of stuff to catch up on. Um yeah. underscore group text podcast, right? I can't remember. Group Yeah. <laughs> group text podcast <laughs> gmail.com. Check the show notes. For all our individual ads. Um, yeah, I think that probably uh, does it for us for this week. But I don't even know what day this is going to drop because we're recording on a Monday. My I think we wanted to get this done because there was a lot to talk about. So we'll probably drop it before Friday. So I don't know what day this is going to drop, but whatever day it is, it'll probably be before Friday. So I think that's it. All right. All right. We'll catch y'all next week. A Shishkin Productions podcast.